Nation, KKPR Sports presents High School Wrestling. Calero's in on a single, though, Derry. I don't think he's going to be able to his hips again. He's got great hips, and he's able to beat. Oh, he does get the two. A nice little duck under. A nice little duck under and able to get the two and get the win. Oh, my. And Calero's didn't quit. And wins at 9-8. Wow. Today is the live coverage of the C4 District Tournament in Valentine. High School Wrestling on KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. Yep, he takes him over to his back and gets a two count. They're so tough, and Cluthy's one of them, and he has thrown him to his back. back for the fall. In 3-11, Garrett Cluthy of Ord has become a four-time conference champion for the Ord Chanticleers. The road to Omaha is finalized today, and we'll keep you up to date on all the district tournaments around the state with live play-by-play from Valentine. It's the C4 District Tournament coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda live from Valentine right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Good afternoon, everyone, from Valentine. I want to say thanks to Athletic Director, I guess, Warg up here and all the folks for their hospitality. We are at the C4 District Wrestling Tournament, and, yes, it is a full day of sports all over our network. We've got the Heartland Hoops Classic going on on ESPN Tri-Cities, and we've got high school wrestling. It is different this year. Usually, yes, we bring you the finals and the consolations, but because of the format this year and because we made a three-hour trip up to Valentine, <laughs> we're going to bring you a little bit more live activity, and uh, we thank so many of the great sponsors that allow us to do that, uh, including our pregame sponsor here from Hogemeyer Hybrids. Uh, contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer once again. The Hall of Famer, Derry Trampy, is uh, gracious enough to uh, help us out and uh, do today's action. There'll be a short break. They just finished off the quarterfinals. But, Derry, we for, for years went to a Friday, Saturday in yeah. BCD, which basically weeded everything out, got us into the semifinal start on Saturday morning. Here we had sub-districts last week. 16 teams were headed to eight, so eight of the teams in this district went to Amherst. The other eight went all the way out to Mitchell. Yeah. The top four in each weight class. Now, not Every bracket has eight people right. because that's just the way it is, but there are no brackets with more than eight because of what they did last week. Yeah, and that, that changes the perspective a little bit coming in as far as the team race is concerned because you're not going to get those big points coming through the, the pin points and stuff, although there were a lot of pins in that first round. There's still a lot of decisions that take place somewhere along the line as well. So it kind of kind of slows down the point scoring that you can do as far as the team is concerned, although there will be, be plenty of points going around today. It should be an interesting tournament. Well, and again, we said this has been such a meat grinder, the C4, mm-hmm. for a number of years. This is probably the weakest. easiest, <laughs> yeah, weakest, easiest. Broken Bone moved up to Class B. Uh, Valentine had some of their key wrestlers, big-time point guys, get hurt mm-hmm. uh, either in football or early in the year. Uh, and then there's just a couple of the other schools that aren't as powerful. Now, there are going to be some great weight classes led today by 152 and 160. Yeah. 160, that's probably the best of any of the districts. There's a couple others that aren't that way. 
But uh, you've got uh, Ord, Amherst, O'Neill, uh, probably the three teams that are going to be battling for the team title here today. Yeah, that, that's the way I would look at it. I don't, you don't, you can't count Valentine out, although they had a pretty rough first round going through there. So, it'll, it, I think those are your three teams. Ravenna will certainly be up in there as well. They've got a pretty good team. You know, Coach Rossman's done a nice job there bringing those kids along. So, I think they'll they'll figure in there. I don't know if they have the ponies to be able to get the points. Now, this is where your ponies play a big part. If you get finalists here, that's kind of the name of the game. If you get finalists, you get five or six finalists. You put yourself in a pretty good position to win the district tournament. We will run down uh, who's in some of these semifinals for you. Uh, I don't think, Derry, we really had anything major. Uh, I know Reese back of Ravenna yeah. won a big 4-5 match at that 160-pound right. weight class. Yeah, that was probably, if I was going to say there was an upset in the first round, that would probably be the only one where I'd say there was actually really an upset. Uh, but, it, again, that weight class is so loaded that there really isn't an upset. When you, even, if a, even if a 2-7 would have been a, a win, you wouldn't call that so much of an upset because there are just a lot of quality kids in that bracket. From uh, from the ex-wrestling coach perspective, with this being new, you're going to get a ton of rematches. Mm-hmm. You may have had the best two in any weight class in the same sub-district who then have to match up here again in districts. What does that mean in the grand scheme of things when you have to wrestle the same guy two weeks in a row, which isn't unusual. Maybe you did it in con- – we've heard about it conference into district, right. but this is a little different when you're talking yeah, postseason. And when, you're, when they're close matches, that's what kind of makes it tough because, you know – Generally, when they're close matches, one move makes a difference in that, and it could be completely turned around the next week. We've seen it from districts to state, too, and where somebody wins a district title and then gets beat in the state finals by the same kid they beat a week earlier in the district title. So there's always that possibility that can happen, and more so in these types of matchups with the sub-districts last week and the districts this week where you serpentine the schools, and so you get some that are maybe heavy in one side and not so heavy in the other side. You're probably going to see those matchups. You know, to me, I guess the advantage would be the person that got beat the week before in a close match because you've now figured out what their best stuff is because they got beat you with their best stuff. So you should have had a week to figure out how to beat them and, and uh, what you need to work on and go from there. And sometimes when you win, you forget that you need to look at where there's some openings and weaknesses because you feel like you've already dominated that match. You know, and I, I think we'll see some of those. You know, I, I think at uh, 52 with Feldner and Wiedner, that's going to be an interesting matchup. Feldner pretty much dominated him last week in that match. Uh, you know, it was 5-0, but it wasn't, didn't seem like it was that close because it never seemed like it was in jeopardy. But, you know, Wiedner's a smart kid. He's a state medalist for a reason. He's going to learn some stuff from that. You know, I think the same thing was true last year. I don't know if Wiedner placed that high in districts, but then he came back and placed in state, and some other kids in that same bracket didn't place to state. So I think, he's a, I think he's one of those kids that learns from his mistakes. So that's, to me, the advantage is probably to the kid that got beat in, in a close match because then they've got, they're thinking of how they can beat him as long as they keep their focus on one match at a time getting there and don't try to look ahead and get themselves in trouble before they get there. We are going to have live wrestling when we return from Valentine. You've been listening to our Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99. We'll be right back. It was a Friday, and I had that whole weekend not knowing just that I had breast cancer. And I waited for the phone call, and I took actions into my own hand to find Chopur. I'm the medical oncologist, hematologist at Mary Landing Hospital at Morrison Cancer Center. Even though he is not originally from here, he knows the Nebraska ways. Nebraskans are honest, hardworking, open-minded, open-hearted people. They are always ready to fight back, and that is something I have admired because I have it in my blood too. He's not just your doctor. He's your friend. He's, he's there to take care of you. He's kind of like family. 
My name is Dr. Sitka Chopur, and I am a Nebraskan at heart. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. Smiling Faces Academy with three locations in Kearney would like to wish all the wrestlers good luck. With openings in daycare and preschool, call on the trusted name in child care. Smiling Faces Academy. Call Danielle at 308-627-7658. Doug Dudadary, Trampy, our producer engineer, Grant Ty here on KKPR-FM. Kearney, Loomis, Amherst, and the World Wide Web, PlatteRiverPreps.com from the C4 Wrestling Championships. Again, up here in Valentine, Heartland Hoops Classic going on on ESPN Radio. Game three of the day uh, going on right now. Earlier today, Mullen beat Loomis. Uh, we'll give you some other updates on the other games and how those are going. But our focus here today, and we hope you enjoy our coverage. It's different. There's uh, weather that uh, kind of kept people from being able to come up to make the trip to Valentine. As we both know from personal experience, a lot of the folks came up yesterday and made it rough. Uh, just to explain, though, here, uh, Derry, the big thing about the semifinal round is if you win your match here in the semifinals, you've guaranteed your spot at state. Otherwise, you drop back into that heartbreak round. Yeah, and, and it's it's tough coming off that semifinal loss because basically you're getting a kid that's coming off of a win and you're coming off of a loss and you just can't get in that letdown if you get in that letdown then you've got your you got got a big problem so this is a big match to win in the semifinals you get those one you can relax and then wrestle in the finals and then basically you're trying to improve your seat so well let's take a look at some of the kids that are into the semifinals maybe where they're seated what they're doing and as their matches are going on uh, some of the kids that are rated but at 106 trevin edwards of lumis bertrand is uh, 34 and 1. He received a first round bye today, and uh, he will be in the semifinals. He is second only to Drew Garfield in the Nebraska wrestling uh, rankings. So uh, he will be in to the uh, semifinals at 106. At 113 pounds uh, from our listening area, uh, you have Jose Escadon, the number two seed of Gibbon. He received a first round bye. At 120 pounds, Caleb Bavinas of Amherst will take on the top seed in Joseph Yates from O'Neill and Clayton Wiedemeyer of Ravenna will be taking on Sam Luther of Kearney Catholic in the 2-3 matchup at 120. At 126 pounds, uh, you've got some uh, really good wrestlers, but Ian Hughes of Amherst will have to take on uh, Chris Williams, who is the uh, number one seed at 126 pounds and the number one ranked wrestler in the state of Nebraska. And then Aiden Burney of Centura, will also be into the semifinal round. At 132 pounds, Quentin Frank of Amherst. He is ranked number one. He will take on Brendan Boyce of Ord in one of the semifinals here today. At 138 pounds, taking a look at more of our area wrestlers, Hunter Douglas of Ravenna, who beat Logan Gregory of Arcadia Loop City, will take on the top seed, Ashton Lurs of Valentine. Hayden Cluthy of Ord is the three seed. He'll take on Bell of Bridgeport. At 145 pounds from the listening area, you have Christian Wick of Amherst as the three seed against Quentin Ackley of Ravenna, who is the two seed. At 152 pounds, Tryon Calaros 
just the one loss this year that came to the Southwest wrestler back in the Amherst uh, Invitational Finals. Then he had the huge win over Schneider Hines in the Lou Platt Conference uh, tournament that we had a couple of weeks ago. He's the one seed, and he will be taking on Druki of O'Neill. Also going on, Chris Feldner of Kearney Catholic will get Trevor Widener. Bridgeport. Derry talked about that matchup earlier. 160, Garrett Cluthy Award is the number one seed. He'll take on Peyton Riesback of Ravenna. And then Josh Klingelhofer of Amherst is also in the semifinals. 170 pounds, Ryan Gabriel of Ord is your top seed. He is moving on to the semifinals. Jack of Centura, the two seed, received a first-round bye at 182. Kellen Meyer, he's the walk-on kicker, yes, folks, that is going to the University of Nebraska. Uh, he is the number one seed. He's into the semifinals, as is Brody Bogart of Amherst, who will face Jesse Drahota of Ravenna. Drahota, the two round by. At 195, the top seed, Riley Galloway of Amherst. He received a first round by. He get Joel Ingramson of Loomis. And the other semifinal will have Rodriguez of O'Neill against Trey Warner of Ord. At 220 pounds, it is Alex Flesser of Ord. He'll get the number one seed, Nathan Coley of Mitchell. And Drew Bogart of Amherst will get Peterson of Chase County. And finally, at heavyweight, top seed Bridger Rice of Ord will get Liam Heil of Arcadia Loop City in one semifinal. Jackson Tobenheim of Amherst will get Thomas Posota of Ravenna semifinal. We're about ready to get things going. They just finished sanitizing the mats, letting them dry out. We will be back with live wrestling here on Power 99 in a moment. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. Big Rack Shack specializes in new and used pallet racking, shelving, and material handling equipment and so much more. Check us out online at BigRackShack.com or stop in at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. Never worry about running out of fuel when you're in the field again. CHS will soon be rolling out an innovative system called AFD. We provide monitors in your tanks to schedule deliveries so that you always have the fuel you need when you need it. Only paying for what you need. And knowing when you buy from CHS, always get quality Fieldmaster and Roadmaster diesel to keep your equipment running top-notch. Find out more by calling Aaron or go to chsholdridge.com. CHS, people and resources you can count on always. Shockey Construction. Brent Shockey is your one call for any general contracting you may need. From customized homes, outbuildings to additions, with over 12 years of experience and quality work, Shockey Construction of Amherst is the name to know. Shockey is also a proud supporter of the Amherst teams and coaches and would like to take this time to say best of luck Broncos in tonight's game. Shockey Construction of Amherst. Again, there are other wrestling districts all across the state today. They are underway in the consolation semifinals in Grand Island, where the Islanders 144 points to Omaha Westside's 111 and a half. We went down who had qualified into the finals for Kearney just a little while ago on our last report. Right now, Norfolk 125 points to Kearney's 112 points. A lot of other things going on in the uh, B1. They are just uh, still rolling into the quarterfinals, so it's early there in what's going on at Bennington. The B2 going on today. That's where uh, York has the lead over Blair at uh, this point, 70, 68 and a half. They are just finishing up their quarterfinal round uh, as well. So uh, we will keep you up to date on some of the other 
districts that are going on, the B3 that is going on today. And the Grand Island Northwest and Aurora are there. They are moving through uh, what's going on in uh, their spot as well. Beatrice, good wrestling team uh, in the class B3 that is going on today as we continue to wait for our C4 to get underway here uh, in Valentine. Right now, your team scores in that B3. Beatrice 53, Aurora 40, Northwest 20. So they have just finished up getting into their semifinal rounds there. Move on to the B4, which involves all of the West teams out in Garing. Garing 28, Broken Bow 26, but they are still early on in their quarterfinal matches. So a lot of folks uh, still playing catch-up like uh, we have finished up here. Today. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Western one's going to be about an hour behind us, and that's about what it looks with the B4 district and, and uh, see where they get to from there because there's a lot of a lot of points to be scored there. Looking at, I think they were at like 138, and I know Broken Bow gets pretty solid once they get above 130. Oh, they're solid pretty much all the way up, but they get pretty solid in that area. The 38 and beyond, they get some pretty good wrestlers coming up through there, so I look for them to score quite a few points. So, But it's a, that'll be a, that's, a, that's a tough district, that B4 district. That thing is loaded. Central City... Uh, is in with UTAN, maybe Conestoga up at Battle Creek. That's where they're competing today in the uh, C2 district. Then you move on to uh, we're in the C4. Nobody really in the C3 or the D4. You've got the D1 meet going on. Arapaho's doing okay up there. That's where number one Plainview is, though. 95 points. Arapaho currently second with 74 as they move into their semifinal rounds. And uh, there you go. That's what we've got going on around here as far as some of the wrestling across the state of Nebraska. A reminder that tomorrow we will have our annual Power 99 Wrestling Rally getting underway at about 3 o'clock here on Power 99. So let's get to our wrestling here in the semifinal round at 106 pounds. The two semifinals are going on right now. And again, as we said, Trevin Edwards of Loomis Bertrand, ranked second in the entire state of Nebraska, is in his match right now. He gets a quick takedown right up until he gets in on a single leg and finishes off real quick. Then it seems to be in control of the match at this point. With that going down here at the semifinals, 2 1. With, uh, Aiden of O'Neill and Thompson of uh, Hershey. Looks like Thompson had his early lead in that one. Again, winners of the semifinals on to the championships and on to the state tournament. If you happen to get beat here in your semifinal round, then you are on your way into the consolation round to win a match to get on to the state tournament. But Edwards, uh, with that early takedown, got a wing hooked up here. Looks like he's going to get him over. Got him on his back, got, a pretty, got the pin. Minute 10 on the fall time. So Edwards advances on. The number two ranked wrestler in Class E at 106 pounds does move on to the championships, which we will have here for you later on Power 99. Caden Thompson of Hershey and John Alden of O'Neill, freshmen. A pair of freshmen over there with great records. You've got Alden at 35 and 2 and Thompson 32 and 8. But we've got some points being put up here by Alden of O'Neill. He just got three near fall and he's going to lead it 6 to 2 at the end of the first period. Might get a tip again here, trying to cradle him up. 
before the end of the period. Looks like he got a count. And he is going to pick up a couple more near fall points here. Eight to two, Aldevo O'Neill over Thompson of Hershey. Jose Escondon of Gibbon on the mat here in the 113-pound semifinal, Derry. Yep, he got he got the first takedown again. Got in quick on a, a double leg takedown and finished it, which he's he's really good at that. I mean, watching him all year, he's been really strong at getting in on that double leg and basically just driving through like a freight train double. For Escondon, he suffered just his second loss of the season to uh, Cole Coons of Central City in the conference finals a couple of weeks ago. Escondon is ranked number three in the state. Eli Olberding of Fort Calhoun is uh, ranked number one. Tristan Grooms of Valentine also is ranked eighth in the state, is in this district. Except he didn't mess another wrestling. He, he must be hurting out. Yeah, so he's <laughs> not going to be here Escondon's got the turn. Got him on his back, got a wing and a, and a half and turned him. Looks like he's going to tighten it up here. He may get it finished off here in this first period. Eskenton of Gibbon looking to advance on to the finals once again. He's got it secured, and he's got the pin in a minute 15. Jose Eskenton, now 25-2 and two for Gibbon, will advance on to the 113-pound final. Back over here at 106 to see who will take on Lumis Bertrand in the finals. It is still Thomas of Hershey trailing Alden of O'Neill by a score of 8-2. to two. Now our second semifinal at 113 pounds. Uh, this, is, this, I think, is actually 120 out here. I think this is 120. I think the semifinal will be down here. This could be a, might be a wrestle back, yeah. Okay, there's Grooms. My bad. I missed him. We got uh, Parker of Ainsworth and uh, Barnett of, of uh, Bridgeport here in a consolation round down here. So they will be wrestling consolation along with our semifinals. We have a couple of matches going on right now that are outside our listening area. That gives us a chance to hear from some of our fine sponsors. And again, wrestling coverage throughout the year is proudly brought to you by Impact Seed. Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer. Learn more about seed treatment options for your operation by contacting Pioneer sales professional Craig Weeches of Impact Seed. Pioneer Science with Service, delivering success. We'll be back to Valentine right after this. All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education, and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Carney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full-service department, Carney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, and every grandparent. No matter what your age, occupation, or hobby, we specialize in getting you back where you need to be. Best of luck, wrestlers. 
pools, hot tubs, fireplaces, and accessories. Backyard fun is what we provide. This is Doug with Detterdings. See us for quality products and expert local service. We're proud of all the wrestlers in central Nebraska. Keep striving to excel from Detterdings and Kearney and Grand Island. Doug, you're the Derry Trampy back with you on our Saturday wrestling coverage. Again, the state meet will get underway on Wednesday. They've extended it this year, and they've spread it out. Classes A and D will be wrestling on Wednesday and Thursday. Then they clear out of town, and B and C comes in on a Friday and Saturday. And for these wrestlers right here in Class C, their first round matches will be Friday at 5 o'clock. So obviously this is the last class to get going. So they'll wrestle... Class C, so a couple of rounds, the first round, the quarters, and the first two compilation rounds. And then Class C will come back Saturday at 1 o'clock, set finals and everything through the base matches. And then at 7 o'clock Saturday night, they'll have their champions and wrestle the finals the same time as Class B is. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting schedule. I I think they originally had a schedule to start at 4. And what I understand is that the uh, CHI Center, in order to be able to disinfect properly, had to move that back an hour, so they had the proper amount of time in between to disinfect the building in between the different classes. So it's going to be a long night for those Class C boys uh, getting there and then getting up the next day and going. Of course, the other side of it is if you're in Class B, you're going to have your semifinals done at 9 in the morning and not wrestle till 7 at night. So it's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting interesting organization this year. Yeah, I t- and again, totally understand everything that's going on there. And, you know, for... The majority of the smaller town folks in Class C here, they do what they do as opposed to what's going on in the biggest city in the state. It doesn't take that long to get the mats ready to go. It takes that long to get a 15,000-seat facility ready to go. And uh, unfortunately, I feel bad for Class uh, A and B. They're going to have 9 a.m. semifinals, which is something you don't get used to. Right. And then, of course, it'll be a late, late time getting out of there on Saturday night. And for some of those teams in Class C, like a Valentine, uh, might just be staying in Omaha on Saturday night, so we'll see. Well, I'm pretty sure they are in Ord. <laughs> <laughs> no, the guy that writes the check there. Yeah, got an inside story on that one. So, Alden of O'Neill did beat uh, Thompson of Hershey in the 106 other semifinal, so he'll get Edwards of Loomis Bertrand in the championship here today. And right now, Caleb Bavinas of Amherst is taking on Joseph Yates of O'Neill. In the 120-pound semifinal, and Bovinas comes out, the freshman, with a quick takedown here over uh, Yates of O'Neill. And these are the kind of matches, Derry, that will be big when we get to the team race yes. towards the end of the day. Yeah, this this is a big match up here with O'Neill and Amherst against each other because they're both in the team race, and they're they're going to be right in the thick of that. So the, you know, these are these are key. I mean, these are so, there's such separation between second place and third place and first place and third place. So this you know, this could be a 10, 12-point swing for a team if they get a win here. Bavinas looks good right now. Got what 23 and 10 sophomore against a uh, 27 and th- 27 and 12 freshman. So you got. I mean, Bavinas looks good. You really controlling him on top. They'll come out of bounds and a restart over here halfway through the first period. Bavinas leading it two to nothing. Yates will take the bottom position on a restart. 120 pound consolation. 113 pound consolation. We had Barnett of Bridge winning it. And moving on. Yates gets a reversal, hits a little Peterson roll and gets a reversal. Unfortunately for Bavinas, he didn't stay on his back and give up the back points. But he's got Yates' his cradle locked up on him right now and working to turn him. Looks like he's, yep, he's getting turned down. He's getting the back point count, getting the count. 
Still 30 seconds to go in the first period, and Minus not really in trouble getting pinned, but he did give up two near fall here and still hasn't been awarded to see if he can finish yeah. the position. Yeah, still has still has a cradle locked up. So unusual to see a cradle with the legs in. I haven't seen it probably ever. Uh. <laughs> Might be a freshman thing, so. And now at 120 pounds, Sam Luther of Cardi Catholic, a state qualifier last year, Clayton Wiedermeyer of Ravenna, who's a 37-9 junior against the 21-10 sophomore. This should be a heck of a battle yes. here in the 2-3 matchup at 120. My guess is this isn't the first time they've seen each other this year either. So Levinas down 4-2 going into the second period. Yates has a lead 4-2, has a choice and chooses bottom. Luther gets a takedown, gets a takedown to the back of Wiedemeyer. Right not, on the edge of the mat, yeah. though, and they will not get near fall. He'll come out of bounds. Restart, 40 seconds in. Wiedemeyer, the ranked 10 young men in Nebraska Wrestling's rankings, and he sets at number 10. The yes. number one wrestler is Yates uh, from O'Neill, who is over here on uh, the other mat with Bovinus. Right now, Yates leads it by a score of 4-2, to two, and it uh, took bottom to start the second period, and you know how tough the Amherst wrestlers yep. are on top. Bovinus is going to try and ride him for two minutes, maybe try and turn him, and he's yep. hard to turn him. He's got the legs in and working to get the second leg in, so now he's got a chance to take him either side, although Yates is getting up and get, he's getting him a little bit high here, so he's going to have to readjust himself back and get under those arms so he can't give up that can't give up this leg on this side. It's starting to hang a little bit, a little bit nervous for him. Back over here, Wiedemeyer of Ravenna trying to get off bottom after the Luther early takedown. He got a set out, but he wasn't able to escape. Luther riding him high here, trying to break him back down to the mat. Well, Bovinus got, got himself in good position, got himself back in position here with, with Yates. He can get him, rotate his hips up to the ceiling. Now, Yates is able to break through for the reversal and get two. So it's 6-2, to two. Yates leads Bovinas with 50 seconds to go in the second period. And now back over here, Luther still has a 2-0 lead of Carnage Catholic over Wiedermeyer of Ravenna, but Wiedermeyer trying to slide out the back door here. Trying to slide out, but he, he, uh, Luther's done a good job of alternating what legs he's got in and trying to work on getting a turn. He got a count, but wasn't able to get a two count to get back points. Looks like he's got a figure four on the body here, if they call it. 10 seconds to go in the first period. They're not going to call. He must have been not quite up into the knee. That was awful close to being a figure four on the body. You got the assistant official looking at it. That'll be the end of the first period. Sam Luther of Kearney Catholic 2, Clayton Wiedemeyer of Ravenna nothing as they go to the second period of the 120 semifinals. Aids gets the turn now on, uh, gets the turn in the counties. Looks like they're holding three down there. Looks like Mr. Weisdorfer's holding three, so it's now 9-2. 9-2 heading into the third period. So Yates able to get five off bottom there, and Bovinus now, with the choice, has decided he needs to go both up here. I think that's probably his best position right now. Because Yates looked good coming off the bottom. Luther's got a half, and they tried a Peterson roll attempt by Wiedemeyer, and uh, Luther put a half in, just about got the points. Wiedemeyer chose bottom in the second period. Yates gets the takedown to start this third period. And now he's got a cradle locked up, or excuse me, a banana splits locked up on him and gets the fall. So Yates defeats Bovinas of Amherst in a time of 4:21 to advance on to the championships against either Sam Luther of Carney Catholic or Clayton Wiedemeyer of Ravenna. And they're right on the edge of the mat, the 12 o'clock position here as you look at the mat. Wiedemeyer has... Got to his base a couple of times. Luther's going to get too high here, Derry. Oh, he's able to come through with that little clarion-type roll now. Now he's, that, he's got him close. He's getting one count every time. He's not able to hold him up. Now he's 
Luther's either going to get those points. He's either going to get the back points or give up the reversal. <laughs> he, was, he was in a pretty precarious situation there for quite a while. Looked like he was going to get back, and looked like he's going to get reversed. Able to stay with it, stay the course. Now he gets himself out of bounds and gets the three back points. So five nothing Luther over Wiedermeyer, and just going to have to grease up that headgear if you're yeah. Wiedermeyer, I yeah. guess. I don't know how that head hasn't popped out of there a couple of times. He'll at least get an escape. I was I was surprised that he did not score on that. It looked like he had every every opportunity to score in that situation. So 50 seconds to go here in the second period on the restart. Wiedermeyer's on bottom. Sam Luther of Carney Catholic leads it by a score of five to nothing. It just continues to work those arms. Yeah, and he, he just and Luther did, has got good balance because he felt that and was able to get his hips popped up and stuff. And he kept him from getting in trouble because he looked like he was in and he's really running this front this wrist and hat. He's running it and popping him forward like he needs to, and and uh, Wiedemeyer's a flexible little thing. It's hard to get him turned in here. Luther's being very aggressive. Sometimes yes. that, if he slides off, he'd get into trouble, but he hasn't done that yet, and we're into short time now here in the second period. Of course, Sam's dad, Kenny Luther, the longtime assistant, now co-head coach. Uh, Matt Rogers couldn't stay away too long. He's helping out <laughs> with Mr. Duffy over there as well. And the time expires in the second period. Wiedemeyer... Couldn't get out of there, and it's 5 nothing Luther. What's he going to take? He's going to just go ahead and take top. Yeah, I think I think that's probably a good choice for him. I think he's got a good yeah, – I don't know if he wanted to be on bottom with Wiedemeyer because Wiedemeyer is pretty tough on top as well. I wasn't sure where he's going to go here. Now at 126, we got uh, Hughes from Amherst with uh, Williams of Valentine going on the other map. Yeah, you've got a state champion well, here. He's turning here. And Williams gets the early takedown and just lets Hughes up two to one. That's the type of match this will probably be. Yeah, he'll probably work a little bit, just get some work, and then he'll work for a full. Wiedemeyer gets his head popped out this time. Now he's got Luther reversed to his back. It's a five-point move, and Luther's in trouble. trouble. Got him in real trouble right here. Still a minute and a half to go in the third period. At worst, it'll be 5-5. Yep. Luther in real trouble, yeah. and he's pinned. Yep. He's a long way from the edge of the mat to get out of there. Wiedemeyer with the pin in four minutes and 37 seconds after Luther basically controlled the first two periods while they were both active the entire time. And what a comeback there for Wiedemeyer. Yeah, Wiedemeyer's pretty flexible, and he had a, he had a really nice half put in on him and driving it, but... Wiedemeyer is just able to pop his head out the back side of it. You know, some of those kids are pretty hard to wrestle when they're flexible like that. you got to be really, what's the term I'm looking for, uh, patient, I guess. And be like, oh, we got a splatal going here on Matt, Matt 1 with Williams. The splatal in trying to finish things off here against Ian Hughes of Amherst. We have a consolation match now. Ty Greenland of Arcadia Loop City against Tucker Bannister of Gordon Rushville. Bannister. Got knocked off. He's 25 and 8. And he got knocked off in the first round against 13 and 6 sophomore Greenland. Again, you need to, if you're in this consolation round, you got to win two matches to get to the state tournament. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is a tough road to go here, coming from the consolations from the consolation uh, quarterfinals. I guess is a better best term for it. But it, it's a tough road to hoe when you got to go that direction. Chris Williams continuing to uh, dominate this first period against Ian Hughes of Amherst, the sophomore. Uh, just knowing when he came in, he was going to have to find a way to maybe get into the wrestlebacks and try and get in there for third and fourth. Hughes, though, did ha- have a nice win. He's the guy that beat the kid from Gordon Rushville, a Bannister, in the 4-5 matchup. So Hughes had a big win in the quarterfinals to get to this point. 
Yeah, that was that was a huge win for Amherst. I think he even got the fall in that, if I remember correctly. Which, but he man, had been controlling the match before he got the fall, and just a little bit different animal when you run into Chris Williams. He's a little stronger. First period, <laughs> yeah. First period has come to an end. Williams leading at 12 to two. He gets choice. He's going to take bottom. Sometimes these wrestlers that are Williams caliber just want to take neutral so that they yeah. can get the takedown. Yeah, that's unusual to see him take bottom in here. And then down here, uh, Bannister gets three near fall to take a 5-0 lead on Greenland going into the second period. And I know Hughes is just a sophomore and Williams is number one, but we talked about how those Amherst wrestlers are as good as anybody yep. in the state on the top position. But Williams eventually slides out the back door, gets the reversal. He's up 14-2, to two, a minute 40 to go in the second period. He's got three an arm. points away from the tech fall. Yeah, got an arm trapped right now. Looks like he's going to go for some kind of a tilt. And a pin over here in the consolation match. Tucker Bannister of Gordon Rushville pinning Ty Greenland of Arcadia Loop City. And he will advance on. That will end Greenland's season here. And we get a pin now for Chris Williams. He'll be able to do that in two minutes and 43 seconds. 2.43, Williams of Valentine over Ian Hughes of Amherst. As we are moving through the semifinal and consolation first rounds of the C4 District Wrestling Tournament here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance. Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. Centura doesn't have a deep team uh, this year, but they do have a couple of kids that have a chance in the semifinals here this afternoon, and that's where we're at now, Derry. Yep, we got Aiden Bernie up here against uh, Chance Cooper. I believe these two met last week, too, in the district, in a sub-district final. And uh, pretty entertaining match, if I remember right. I mean, the Centura kids, the Centura kids are strong on their feet. And I think I think uh, Coach... Uh, Bernie's uh, in... Zaborn, sorry. Coach Zaborn, Coach Zaborn. Yeah. Bernie's in quickly aggressive here, and we've got a lot of uh, action in the first 30 seconds, but still no takedown as... Bernie's trying to secure a single, and now stepping over, holding onto that ankle. Cooper is going to get the takedown. Cooper's 24 and two, and Bernie's 32 and 11. Two nothing, Bernie or Cooper with the early takedown. We got a Gordon Rushville and Neal match down on consolation match down on Matt one. The winner of this one's going to take on the loser of Bernie and, and Cooper. Cooper ranked eighth in the state according to any wrestling at 126 pounds. Bernie able to. Ripped the hand away there, trying to set up a ball and chain and maybe yep. turn him. Yep, he's been able to been able to fight oh. this cradle off. It looks like he's going to get the head back to the knee this time. He's got it pretty tight, too. Now Bernie's in some trouble. Cradle up chance. Cooper of Bridgeport in the middle of the mat. And he ball. gets the pin in a minute and 13 seconds. So Bernie of Centura drops down into the consolation semifinals. As we've got more wrestling coming up, you're listening to the C4 District Tournament. We'll take a break here on Power 99. Whether you're on the mats or at the office, chiropractic care is important to your health. See Flowrank Chiropractic and Wellness on 2nd Avenue in Kearney and find out how we can get you back in line with your body and health. Flowrank Chiropractic and Wellness is a very proud supporter of our area wrestlers and wishes everyone good luck. Driving rains, unrelenting heat, ominous green skies. Whatever Mother Nature brings, it's no match for what you'll have thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions. Offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you weather the storm, conquer today, and lead the field. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com. Doug so Dudadary Trampy back at the C4 District Tournament in Valentine, star of Gordon Rushville, pinned 
Schlunz of O'Neill in the consolation, 126. Now, semifinals at 132. Quentin Frank, 31 and 1, junior out of Amherst against Brendan Boyce of Ward. This is your 1-4 matchup in the 132 finals. Yeah, and this is, again, Boyce got the big win over uh, um, Kenny from Loomis Bertrand in that first round, that 4-5 or five matchup. You got the win on there, and your reward for that big win is you get to take on Quentin Frank, a defending state champion in the semifinals. So Frank in quickly on a takedown, gets a 2-0 lead. Puts the leg in right away, and like I said, the Amherst kids are tough on top. Yep, we got a stoppage here. We must have blood. Yeah, we got blood time with Boyce. We got uh, Van Meter of Carney Catholic going down on Matt two in the Constellation semis against Frame from Hershey. We got a six-seven matchup there. No score in the first 20 seconds of that match as they size each other up. Frame gets in on a shot on a double leg, oh, picks him up off the mat. Man. Oh, but holy cow! Van Meter comes in with. Kind of a headlock. He didn't have the arm in circling it, but he's able to throw him through and not give up the takedown. I, that looked like a takedown was imminent. His, when he had him up off the mat that high, had, you don't see people throw from not being on their feet very often. Matter of fact, never. That might be the first time I've ever seen that happen. That's just great balance. He came yep. down with his cat-like feet, yeah, you know, and, that, and was able to just follow through. So no score through the first period here for yep. Van Meter of Carney Catholic. Rob no. tried to get a takedown there in the last moment, but they say time had expired. Consolation at 126. Van Meter, just a 16 and 16 freshman, but uh, the junior from 13 and 21. Yeah. So yeah, coin this, flip here. Yeah, this is this is one of those toss-up matches. Our blood time has expired, or not expired, but we're ready to wrestle again here with Quentin Frank of Amherst, an easy, quick two nothing lead over Brendan Boyce, and be, looks like yeah, if he's just going to let him up two yeah, one. Gave him the escape to make it two one after the blood time. Must have chose neutral down here on Matt, too, because they're both on their feet. Looks like uh, Van Meter's going to get the takedown, take a 2-0 lead. So Van Meter of Cardi Catholic with the takedown. He's up 2-0, 30 seconds gone on the second period. Frank gets another takedown here to take a 4-1 lead. Almost looks like he's going to hit a twister here, today. Yeah, yeah, it does. He's got everything set up for it. <laughs> but he's on the edge of the mat, and they'll come out of bounds in front of the scores table. Restart. Only 45 seconds into the period, 4-1, to one, Quentin Frank, the champ. Looking to stamp his way back with a one seed to Omaha next week on Friday. Frame comes out from underneath on Van Meter to make that a 2-1 match. The minute 10 left in the second period. Got a locked hands call coming here, a legal hold call coming against Frank. I'm not sure what he did. He must have locked his hands over the top. I thought maybe he had a pitting combination there, but that's why I'm sitting up here. <laughs> yeah, you never did know what was going on, yeah. did you? Yeah. Derry Tramp, be the Hall of Famer. We do get locked hands. That's a tech point, so Boyce gets it. It's 4-2. to two. Quentin Frank of Amherst leading Brendan Boyce of Ord in the 132-pound semifinals. And Coach Chase Klingelhofer wants an explanation, explanation. here. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with him on that. I thought, it was, I thought he had the arm encircled, and that usually isn't a locked hands call, but... Again, they had their back turned to me here. I'm going to trust the official on the call. He, he's a lot closer to the action, and, and uh, you generally don't weigh those arguments. So, pretty, our official pretty confident in the call, too, yeah. uh, the way he's explaining it to everyone. So, restart here. Yeah, he had no doubt about the call when he made it. So, Frame is trying to get Van Meter's head down here. We got 10 seconds left in the period. 
Van Meter's been fighting it off pretty well. That's a pretty tough position to be in. He came out of it. Now he sets up his own throw, and he gets it done. Throws it to his back, but not enough time for the two-point near fall. So 4-1, Van Meter has the lead as we go to the third period here for Carney Catholic. Frank's trying to give himself a chance to get to Omaha. Frank looks like he's trying to work that arm out into a hammerlock position right now. He's getting some pressure on that tricep on the left arm of Boyce. Doing a good job of staying off this. Nice sits him up in a little tilt. Not quite getting the not quite getting the elevation now. Boyd works his way through, but Frank again knows where he's at. Does a nice job of getting himself off of his out of bad position. And wow. Had to put the legs in. Boyce tried to do a Granby roll through, and uh, Frank was able to stop him at this point. Getting getting close to back points. Boyce is doing a nice job of fighting this off and getting himself toward the boundary and out of time and no points. So Four two at the end of one. Man, that was a great little wrestle through over here. It looked like Boyce was going to score on Frank. Frank was actually in a little bit of trouble yeah. there. And then Boyce did a good job to not get back points on him. Yeah. And we will start the second period. Frank will take bottom. He leads it four to two over Boyce. Yeah, and the takedown over here by Frame to make it four to four to three, and then he gives an escape to Van Meter to make it five three. Van Meter's got to focus on the match, not look over to see what that time is. <laughs> yeah, one minute to go. He's up 5-3. Reversal down here by Frank to take a 6-2 lead. Boy, there's going to be a throw down here in yep. this consolation yep. match. Here it comes. The other it. Van Meter just got thrown to his back. 40 seconds to go. It'll be a five-point move. The two-point takedown, the three-point near fall. 35 seconds to go. Van Meter had never trailed in the match until right there. 30 seconds to go, and he is in some serious trouble. Just got to be able to get out, and he's not probably going to be able to get out. Yeah, he got himself in that head chancery, and he's got frames got this locked up pretty tight. Now Frank's got the turn down here and has the five count and has the three. They're holding three because he's still on the same hold. Boyce comes up out of it, and there's the fall. Van Meter will be pinned in 449. And Frame will advance on from Hershey at 126. Again, we're 132 pounds here in the semifinals. Quentin Frank of Amherst leading Brendan Boyce aboard 9-2, working control from the top, working the leg, 45 seconds to go in the second quarter, trying to get up here and get get him turned over a little bit. He's got the hips locked up. He does, he does a nice job of elevating that leg to bring that hip over. I tell you, Boyce has done a nice job of fighting this off because he really is putting a lot of pressure on him. There he's got it, there he's got it turned again for the count. Looks like he's holding two on this one. We got two near fall on to go up 11-2. Now and off the mat they'll come. Kenny and Larson down here at the 12, 32 wrestle back. Kenny John, gets the big takedown. John Kenny, Loomis Bertrand, 36 and 10 against Caden Larson, 25 and 21 freshman from Ravenna. In the consolation round here at 132, John Kenny, as Derry said, gets the early takedown to take 2-0 lead. Quentin Frank has an 11-2 lead, and it looks like that's what it will be as they'll go to the third period here. So Boyce is making him wrestle. Yeah, he's he's really fought off a lot of tough situations. I mean, I things where I thought Frank was probably going to get the pin based on what kind of wrestler he is and stuff. So Boyce is going to choose neutral here to go into the next to the third period. And we're underway here in the 132-pound semifinals. Quentin Frank, defending state champ. Only the one loss so far this year. I think if you're if you're Boyce, you have to be looking for the big throw here if you can get it. 
And, uh, Frank, if you're him, you're looking for your shots on your low shots and stuff to stay out of those throw situations because, you know, that's the one thing about wrestling. It's never over until that final whistle. And Frank gets in on a, on a hill pick, is able to get the takedown. The boys tried to set up a throw, and he just stepped in, picked that hill, and he's up 13-2 now. Nice, nice piece of wrestling right there. Back over in the consolation match, John Kenny of Loomis Bertrand leading Caden Larson of Ravenna 2-1. Kenny takes bottom to start the second period. No score change. They're scrambling a minute and a half to go here in the second period. Boy's just trying to find a way yep. to get off bottom. He's right. going to end up on his back most likely, and we're going to get a three-point near fall, if not a pin. He's in He's good in position trouble, for Frank. Yeah. Boy's in trouble. Frank in good position. A minute to go in the match. Middle of the bat. Boyce has fought off his back a few times, but he's in he's in a bad spot yeah. right here. Well, look at that. Rolled himself up off there. his back. Rolled himself up off his back. And, you know, Frank is just so good with his, his hips. I mean, he just really has good hips, and that's the thing you can't coach too much. Larson gets the pin down here in an upset. Yeah, Larson of Ravenna was able to turn him to his back and pick up the pin. And Boyce again, knowing that he had to try to throw Quentin Frank. Frank's too good for that. Gets the takedown, gets the tech fall, 18-3 at the 529 mark. Quentin Frank on to the finals, but Boyce, man, I don't think I'd want to wrestle him in a comeback round. No, no. Uh, hopefully he's hopefully he gets the chin up, comes back through and wrestles well on that one. We got 138 down here. Looks like we got Ravenna. Yeah, we got Douglas against Lures. Lures from Valentine, Douglas from Ravenna. This is a winnable match for Douglas. You know, Lurz is solid, but he's he's beatable. Was that Ord's first loss today? Yes. Yeah, that was their first loss. Eight on the in the day quarters today. and setting themselves up to make a run here. As we move on, as uh, Derry said, 138, Hunter Douglas of Ravenna, 43 and 6 junior, Ashton Lurz of Valentine, 36 and 7 sophomore at 130. Eight pounds here in the uh, semifinals. Lures of Valentine ranked ninth, according to the folks at Any Wrestling. Douglas in on a nice little duck undershot there, gets the leg, but then steps back, steps himself back, and Lures just crushes him down with the hips. He just lost his balance. He tried to get, I think he tried to get too much out of it. Wound up giving up the takedown. Now he's giving up back points in the cradle, and it's a pretty tight cradle, too. And Douglas is pinned in a minute and 18 seconds for the 43-6. and six. Junior now 43-7, and seven, and Douglas will have to work his way back in a quick pin there to advance to 138-pound finals. We're going to take another break here. You're listening to the C4 District Wrestling Championships. We will keep you up to date here on what else is going on with the Kearney Bearcats uh, when we come back as they have been in a break there since the semifinals. Back with more from Valentine in a moment. So you still want a home that gives you all the good feelings of the one you grew up in. So call McBride Realty of Minden. Scott, Glenda, and Nick know all about the heart and soul of a home. They can help you find the home of your dreams, just like they've been doing for their clients for years. At McBride Realty, they have a love and pride for Minden and enjoy the quality of life that only rural Nebraska can give. For more information, visit McBrideRealtyServices.com. A very proud supporter of all of our area youth. Best of luck, athletes. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score time and money. 
Call State Farm Agent Matt Pulowski at 308-233-3276 today. Town & Country Bank. They believe that a bank is more than just a business. It is a vital part of the community. With offices in Ravenna, Pleasanton, Litchfield, or Kearney, Town & Country Bank. Best of luck, wrestlers. Drag out. Doug Duda, Derry Trampy, uh, just talking about Quentin Frank. That final is not going to be an easy one, Derry, no, if, if no. Ty Rainforth, as we expect. But, again, he's 36-1 and O'Neal and Bruns from uh, Hershey, 34-5. and They're currently wrestling. Yeah. Could have a couple of guys with just the one loss. Yeah, this is a tough semifinal here. Hayden Cluthy down here on mat number two, and his semifinal gets a takedown, a little slide-by takedown on uh, um, Bell from Bridgeport. Takes a 2-0 lead with about a minute, 45 seconds. Sorry, 45 seconds left in the first period. And Bell, 36-6 and six senior here at 138 pounds. So a good start there. Uh, Bell, yeah, Bell, ranked 10th from Bridgeport. I think Bell was able to get the pin with Cluthy last week in the, in the uh, uh, sub-district up in Amherst. Just going back to 132, Quentin Frank ranked number one. Rainforth ranked number three. In the state of Nebraska at 132, Logan Bryce of Raymond Central's in there. I've seen a couple Raymond Central names in there. Yes. That's you don't think powerhouse in wrestling when you say Raymond Central. Right. But they always have they'll always have two two or three good kids a year, which always makes them interesting. And then when they get two or three good kids and have three to go with them, then they become a top ten contender. So but yeah, they're not a year in and year out team. You know, not, not like a Valentine or or a Broken Bow or something like that. The year in and year out has just solid people. Rainforth gets another takedown here, take a four one lead. Bell gets up with six seconds left, gets the escape to make it 2-1 heading into the second period. Want to run down some Carney High results from you. A4 going on at Omaha Central. At 106 pounds, Flavia Nagatani has been eliminated. At 113 pounds, Archer Heelan is in the final. At 120, Ethan Lawrence has won his consolation semifinal 11-8. And that means... Angel wrestle for... Form is in the finals at 126. Cisco Rivas is in the finals at 132. At 138, Ethan Kowalik was eliminated 7-2 by Hoffman of Norfolk. Bo Hostler at 145 is in the finals. Gage Ferguson at 152 is in the finals. Jacob Ransdell at 160 pounds was pinned in the consolation semifinals, so he falls in the heartbreak round. At 170 pounds, Tate Kuchera is going to wrestle in the consolation uh, heartbreak round. He lost in the semis. Carter Abels lost in the semis at 182. Riley Johnson lost in the quarters. He will be wrestling in the second-round consolations. Dario Rodriguez at 220 is in the finals. And Caden Johnson at heavyweight lost in the semifinals, so he still needs to win a match to make it to the state tournament. And that's what's going on with Carney High sitting second right now in the team race at the A4 at Omaha Central. Yeah, just got into the second period here. We're about a minute, 45, about 45 seconds in. And uh, Bell gets a reversal on Cluthy. Bell chose bottom, got the reversal, take a 3-2 lead. Now he's trying to put the legs in and stay on top, which he's able to get Cluthy's hips down. Staying underneath those arms, he's doing a good job of staying underneath those arms so that Cluthy can't come out the back on him. Cluthy's got to get his arms cleared out, try to bring him over the top some way here. Now he's got the arm. He could do it here if he just gets his hips up. Just got to be careful which way you're turning here. Back over in the other 132-pound semifinal, Ty Rainforth of O'Neill leads Matt Bruns of Hershey 4-1 to one and ooh, uh, ooh. taking bottom Rainforth to start the second. Bell gets, a, Bell gets a tough half in, gets a turn, gets two near fall, extend his lead to 5-2. to two. Cluthy looks like he's going to, well, didn't come out yet here. Now he's come out, should have his two reversal. we got two reversal to make it 5-4. Got a 
hanging that head a little bit there, and, and uh, Bell's going to try to pick up on that and use it. He's got to take that arm now and use it now that he's got it back there. 15 seconds to go. Broke down to the mat, but trying to get a base here is Bell. Well, he just, got a late escape in the first. Yeah, you just can't give up late points here if you're Cluthy. you got to try to keep him. Okay, we've got a pin down here. Tyrain fourth of O'Neal, pin three, excuse me, 245. Rainforth with the pin. And we come to the end of the second period over here between Cluthy of Ord and Bell of Bridgeport. And it will be 5-4 Bell. And I believe it's Cluthy with choice. Yes. We have some blood time. Blood time on Cluthy, and it'll be his choice to start this period. So my guess is Coach Ferentz is going to put him on the bottom because it looks like uh, Bell's starting to gasp a little bit for air here. So we'll see if see who's got the bigger gas tank in this period is what we're going to see. So. And we got uh, Centura coming up over here on mat number uh, one, and that must be... Consolation match. Consolation at 132, isn't it? This is Kushok and Markowski. Never thought I'd know a Markowski that wrestled. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it. And Markowski's in on the early shot, but they're going to come out of bounds and a restart. The winner of this match will get Boyce from Ward coming back through in the wrestlebacks for that opportunity to go to state, and I know Boyce and... Uh, Kushok had a heck of a match last week in that sub-district final, or sub-districts as well. Now we're back over here to start the third period. That's the second oh. caution on Green now in this match. So one more caution, and he's going to give up a point. So you be real careful. Yeah, that's Bell. Kushok gets the, gets the throw to his back. Kushok throws Markowski to his back and gets the two takedown, and he's getting the back. He's got two, two near fall holding. Markowski able to face up. I'll tell you what, Bell's got that half tight. He does a nice job of running that half over the top. He's going to get back points. He's going to get three back points here because he's got Cluthy in trouble now, real trouble. Boy, right off the whistle, taking the top position. Cluthy took bottom, but, boy, scoring right off the whistle. He's got him He's got him in real trouble with this. This is tight. Yep. And Damian Bell of Bridgeport will pin Hayden Cluthy of Ord in four minutes and 27 seconds to head the 138-pound semifinal. We're at the end of the first period over here in the 132 consolation. Mason Kushak of Centura has a 4-2 lead over Hadley Markowski of Mitchell. And uh, Centura, Kushak will take bottom here to start the second period. 138 pounds. Looks like we've got Arcadia Loop City against Loomis Bertrand here. Yep, that would be a wrestleback match. That's got to be... Uh, Boar of Loomis Bertrand against Gregory of Arcadia Loop City. Roll through here by Markowski, but Kushak stays right there and rolls in for the reversal. And Gregory gets in quick with a takedown and pin in eight seconds. Oh, Holy my. moly. Well, Gregory had that high-scoring match in the uh, quarterfinals where he got beat 19-14, but there's the quickest pin of the yeah. day, yes, eight it seconds. Is. This guy got on the front headlock and just turned it right into a cradle, brought him right through into a cradle and put him on his back. So Didn't now he, Gregory will take on Cluthy to get to state. Didn't even didn't even pop up a, a, a track wrestling for that one. It was yeah. over so quick. Yeah, that was that was a fast match. <laughs> well, Markowski reverses uh, Kushak. Well, no, now they take 6-4. He's got him on his back, too. Markowski's got him in trouble. Kushak trying to fight off his back here. A minute to go in the second period. He's got three near falls. So Kushak's going to get out of there. Ooh, ooh. Boy, that, a potentially arm was, dangerous. that arm was in a bad way. That and Markowski's hurt. Yeah, he, that shoulder got caught up inside the leg, and 
elevating back up into it, sat back up into it, and that arm just got caught there. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. So it is Markowski 7, Kushak 6, and we will take a break while they take a look at Markowski. You're listening to the C4 District Wrestling Championships here on Power 99. Landmark's annual planter clinic is going virtual. Videos will be released February 23rd on YouTube with live virtual Ask the Landmark expert sessions the following week. Landmark's planter videos offer expansive equipment and technology training on different models of John Deere planter technology. Learn about planter performance upgrade kits, settings, adjustments, maintenance, and more. Mark your calendars for the release of Landmark's planter clinic videos February 23rd and stay tuned to Landmark Implement social channels for more information. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. All right, we had a little more action here. Another potentially dangerous as uh, Mason Kushak got put on his back again, but then he gets out of there against Markowski on the reversal, but while he reversed him, a potentially dangerous. So when we're all said and done here, Markowski of Mitchell, a 10-8 lead over Kushak. As a restart with 20 seconds to go, Kushak picks him up and throws him right to his back. It's a two count. And he ties the match at 10. This is going to be an interesting match. There's a lot of points being scored down here. <laughs> we will go to the third period. 10-10, Kushak and Markowski, and I believe it will be Markowski choice because Kushak got the reversal here in the second period. Yeah, it's Green's choice, it looks like, so we'll see what he does. Let me go neutral. Trying to keep their seasons alive here. And for Markowski, he's a senior. Even though the record isn't great at 19 and 15, at least wants to have a chance to go to state. Oh, he always nice, in on a great nice double. double leg right to, right to the mat. Well, he finished that nicely. Shot into that double and turned the corner and got the finish on that. That's the way, that's the way you're supposed to finish a double leg. Brady Thompson of O'Neill, 39 and 1. Number one, 145 has just advanced to the finals with a pin in two minutes and 36 seconds over Jace Friesman of Gordon Rushville. But back over here now, Kushak got to get off bottom. He trails 12-10, and there he is again. He's going to put himself on his back again, trying to bridge up backwards to get out of there. He didn't, didn't get the count. He, it looked like he got the two strokes, and he, he's signaling no, he didn't. Now he's got the two count. Now Kushak's in a little Kushak's bit of trouble. Kushak's in some trouble here. Markowski's got him pretty tight here. May get the fall. Well, Kushak, I tell you what, that Kushak is a fighter. 15-10 Markowski. And now he's put on his back again. Boy, that looks like a pin. It, it looks awful tight. There, there it is. is. Uh, you, were, you were right on that one. It was there maybe a little bit earlier than that, too. Three minutes and five seconds. Markowski of Mitchell over Kushak of Centura. And so that's what we've got going on at the moment. Uh, Want to keep you up to date on as many of our district wrestling tournaments as we can around the area. We still have all the finals to come here. We will have a short break for uh, 
the semifinals going into that final round, but we want to keep you up to date on what is going on around the state as well. Tomorrow, our Power 99 Wrestling Rally will get underway at 3 o'clock. We are going to have to do it different because of COVID this year and uh, just basically talk to the coaches and not able to have everybody in studio as we have had over the last few years, which uh, is kind of a bummer. Let's talk about a couple things coming up here, Daria. We've talked about 152 and mm-hmm. 160 being maybe the toughest weight classes, and those are kind of right here uh, on deck and in the hole. Yeah, they're just around the corner for us right now. We're getting to some of the consolation matches here at 38 and 45, and we'll be into those semifinals at 52 and and uh, 60. And, that, and the, the consolation matches at 52 and 60 are going to be quality matches too. There's an awful lot of good kids in those weight classes today, so... That's the thing. If you lose in the if you lose in the semis, it's a tough road coming back through on both those weight classes. You got to be real careful about how you how you wrestle those semis. You can't can't throw caution to the wind, but you can't sit back and be too protected in matches like that. Let's take a look at what's going on in the B1 district tournament. That's where Hastings is at. Cameron Brumbaugh is in the semifinals via bye. Hunter Anderson was a winner in the quarters. Marcus Miller was beaten in the quarterfinals. Elijah Johnson was a winner in the quarters. For Drake Anderson, he was beaten in the quarters and then receives a bye. At 132, Blake Kyle is a winner in the quarterfinals. Landon Widener, he is a winner by pin in the quarterfinals. Jeff Samuelson, a winner in the quarters. Uh, Braden Lockling was defeated by, by pin. Jackson Phelps was a winner also in the quarters. Connor Wademan was beaten by pin. Jacob Lopez was beaten by pin. Blake Davis wins by a first-period pin. And Blake Hammock of Hastings lost by a pin in the quarterfinals. So they're all still alive, but still a lot of wrestling to go there in the B1. So we've got a couple of matches going on right now with Mitchell, Ainsworth, Chase County, some wrestlers from outside our listening area. And while that is going on, we will take a break and hear from some more of our sponsors. Your district wrestling coverage brought to you today by Impact Seeds. Craig Weeches, your pioneer seed dealer. They'll be there to help that commercial job get done. When it's a contractor who needs it done right, they'll be there. If you happen to need landscaping rock, a graveled entrance road, help you with your sand volleyball court, they'll be there. It's one of Carney's finest businesses, the original Broadfoot Sand and Gravel. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and water furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. Go forth, save, and prosper. That message is brought to you by Citizens Bank, recognizing the importance of savings no matter what your goal is. Citizens Bank has a savings option that is right for you. Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City is a proud supporter of all the area high school athletes. This sports broadcast is brought to you in part by Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Adams Corner Market is your full-service grocery store with the freshest produce and meat. Fast, friendly, hometown personal service. Adams Corner Market in Gibbon. Good luck, athletes. Welcome back to the Carnegie Italian Repair Broadcast booth. Thanks to Gus and the gang here at the C4 District Wrestling Tournament going on in Valentine. Doug Duda, Derry Trampy bringing you the play-by-play of our C4 Tournament. And Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. And as we all know, we are actually going through one of the craziest stretches of weather when it comes to the snowfall amount and the temperatures. You sure in the heck don't want to be stranded. Carney Towing. 
We'll take care of you, as we said at the pregame. It was an interesting trip. I didn't hear anybody that didn't say it was an interesting trip yeah. here yesterday or maybe even this morning a little bit. Yeah, kind of, kind of rough weather out there right now. And cars aren't starting as easy as they should. But down here on uh, 145 Constellation Match, we have Aguilar of Gibbon with a uh, Oh, my gosh. I'm going Boraquez. Boraquez. Boraquez from Loomis Bertrand. It was 0-0 through the first period. And then uh, Aguilar chose bottom, got the reversal, and uh, took a 2-0 lead. But now he's going to get called for locked hands here. It's going to be a 2-1 match. Team points as we stand right now. O'Neill 77.5. Valentine, 55.5. Bridgeport, 49. Amherst, 43. Ravenna, 35. Ord, 26. But, again, there's not a lot of scoring early. And uh, Orton Amherst will have some big boys coming up. Yeah, that's that's. You know, when, once they get to 50 or 60, then Orton has their chances of scoring in that point. And, and uh, we said Amherst has those bigger kids too that are going to push their way through. So it'll be interesting to see how those teams do as they get into these upper weights. Aguilar still has a 2-1 lead midway through the second period here over Boraquez, who's on bottom. Let's update you on the B3 for Grand Island Northwest right now. Here's what's going on in the B3 district. We have Gavin Ruff of Northwest beaten in the semifinals. Also for Northwest, Caleb Alcorta was a winner in the consolation round. Grady Aarons is into the finals. At 126, Drew Cooper has been, excuse me, uh, Caleb Vokes has been eliminated. At 132, Max Yendra has been eliminated. At 138, Colton Ruff was beaten in the semifinals. At 145, Bo... Booshausen was beaten in the quarterfinals. At 152, Eli Aarons was beaten in the quarterfinals. At 160, Austin Cooley is a winner. He goes to the semis. At 170, Caleb Weekly is on to the second-round consolation. At 182, Joseph Stein got beaten in the quarters. He's on to the consolations. Victor Isle at 195 has won. He's into the semifinals. Nolan Mormon was beaten in the quarters, and Billy... Schleichart was beaten in the quarters, so a rough start there for Grand Island Northwest in the B3 where they had to kind of retool from the last few years of the run that Coach Seabrance and the gang has had. Yeah, and that's that's the thing that's tough when you're in that situation. you got some great years, but then you've got to retool. seems like when you have good years and some kids don't come out because they don't think they're going to be wrestling varsity, and it makes it tough to keep rebuilding after year after year. So so they got a, they got a little work ahead of them. they still got a pretty good team down there at Northwest. Well, they'll be back. They'll be back. Yeah, it's just, yeah, just a matter of time. Broken Bow, Kozad, Gothenburg, Holdridge, Lexington. They are all wrestling out at the B4 that is going on in Garing today. And early on in that uh, match, uh, obviously wanted to make sure that uh, this Duda kid at 195 won today. <laughs> he won his first match over Ruano of Kozad in 41 seconds. Yeah. We got, we're in the third period down here in this match between... Uh, uh, Aguilar and Boris, Boris Quest. I mean, <laughs> I'm getting butchered every time I say it. And uh, Boris Quest chose down, 2-1 match chose down, and then Aguilar is uh, running running a wing on him pretty hard here, but not able to get him turned. This Boris Quest is a pretty flexible kid. And I know that Aguilar has been warned for stalling once. He's got to stay out to the side and keep running this. He's going to make it work. Orquist needs to get out. He's down 2-1. Aguilar just trying to ride him out a minute to go in the match. Another consolation. You've got Bissaker of Chase County leading Swanson of Ainsworth in the 138. Concy 9-5. And a stall. 
but he's going to win it here in the last 10 seconds. Looks like the final score will yeah. be 9-5. to five. Aguilar, no change here. He has ridden out Boraquez. He's actually trying yeah. to maybe set up a cradle and get him turned, but nobody's moving. They're just laying yeah. there in the center of the mat. He's got it locked up but not going anywhere. Got a stall call down here to make it 9-6, so that finishes up this 138 match. 25 seconds to go. Boraquez finally gets to his knees. Now he gets to one foot, but the ankle pick by Aguilar breaks him down again with 15 seconds to go. One more shot for Boraquez. Tries to come to the side. Tries to rip the hands. He got one hand off, he but right then he's down. taken down, and that'll finish <laughs> it. So Aguilar able to ride him the entire period in most of the second, and Aguilar wins it over Boraquez of Lubus Bertrand, given getting the win 2-1 to one in the 145-pound consolation. Now we're going to start seeing a few more of our area wrestlers as we go to Christian Wick of Amherst and Quentin Ackley of Ravenna in the 145-pound semifinal. District Wrestling here on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Carney Ravenna, Amherst, and boy, Ackley's in, and he's got him cradled up and taken down almost to his back. Wick able to at least fight to his belly and fight off some near-fall points, but we saw an eight-second pin earlier, and Ackley had him locked up in a hurry. Yep, and we got Calrose down here on mat number uh, two. Calrose taking on uh, Durkee of O'Neill in the semifinal, just getting underway there. Now Wick brings himself up out of there. So Ackley gets five five points in the first move, but Wick has gotten himself out of there. Looks like he's going to get a reversal, and yeah, he gets the reversal and makes a 5-2. So Christian Wick, the sophomore against the 28-7 and seven senior Ackley of Ravenna. 5-2 Ackley. And over here for Tryon Calarose, the top seed. He'll get the takedown early over Levi Druke of O'Neill, who's a 30 and 12 sophomore. Calarose, 35 and 1. Again, the only loss he had we saw over at the Amherst Finals to the undefeated wrestler yeah. from Southwest, and he's got Druke yep. turned. Runs him over with a head chancer, and he looks like he's got. Druke's doing a good job of fighting this off. Looks like he needs to walk that arm out a little bit there on the other side, and he might be able to get that shoulder down, adjust himself chest on chest. He's a little bit high to pin him at this point, but he's got him in a lot of trouble right now. And really, if you just stay here for the period, take a 5-0 lead at the end of the period, you're in pretty good shape. If you're Calrose. Just trying to work him and twist him and turn him. Over here, Wick has continued to work on top of Ackley after being thrown to his back early. Ackley has not been able to get off bottom. We're down to 30 seconds to get the first period with Ackley leading in our 145 semifinal, 5-2. to two. Yeah, Wick is Wick is really riding him nicely. Ackley's not getting a lot of action here on the bottom, and Wick's riding him pretty tough on top. Calrose still trying to just use brute force now to turn Drukey. He's had him there and just can't get a knee or a hip across here to bring that left shoulder blade down. Ten seconds right, now. Right, it's close. It in. There it is. Try on Calarose, 152. He's out of the finals at 152 pounds, one of the toughest weight classes here. Chris Felder or Trevor Widener is going to be his opponent from Kearney Catholic or out in Bridgeport. That's really good to wrestlers here. Yes, that's quality, quality weight class. And at 160, you've got four of the top ten here in this district. That'll be coming up with Garrett Cluthy and Klingelhofer and others from our area. 
So 152, we got a consolation now. Jacob Graham of Amherst, who was close to pulling off an upset earlier. And now over here at 145, Ackley has put Wick to his back to start the second period. And he will get the pin in two minutes and 19 seconds. So Quentin Ackley of Amherst, Ravenna, is on his way to state. Christian Wick of Amherst. And that'll be the 100th career win for Quentin Ackley. As the Ravenna fans, some of those that are sitting right in front of us, we've got Ravenna, we've got Carney Catholic, we've got some of the Amherst fans over here as well, so it's good to be amongst yeah. the home team. Yes, it's good to be amongst friends. That's right. Because <laughs> this can be a tough place to be. And, and you, you've got Ord sitting across the way so that you can keep a better right. eye on them. Yes, I can keep track of them so they don't get in trouble. <laughs> Chris Carney Catholic getting ready for his semifinal match. As we said, against Widener. This will, be a, this will be a great matchup here. Third and fourth in the state. Calarose is actually ranked eighth, but uh, he did have a nice win over Schneider Hines of Central City that kind of came into the, all this bracketing. I know that 52 and 95 were about the only two weight classes today that the coaches had to do lengthy yep. discussion yep. of. They, they switched them around a little bit to make sure that it was done based on the head-to-head competition in that <clears throat> You like the track wrestling is able to do what it does when it comes yeah. to this seating stuff? Yeah, it takes some of the fun out of it. I mean, the old <laughs> days, it was kind of fun to sit in there with some of those guys and listen to them argue. And I don't know if they lie. I don't say lie, but maybe fudged a little bit on the on what was actually happening. But uh, Well, they got all the donuts gone this morning, yeah. so, you know, something well, they, happened. I think, they, I think the thing that would be hardest, was hardest for me when we got to where track was doing it more was uh, sitting around after the seating meeting was done and waiting for the start of it because it just about makes you sick to your stomach to do that anyhow. Yeah. So second day of districts is always tough for that matter because you seating was already done. You just wait in and then you waited to wrestle and it just was tough to do. So 152 consolation. Graham of Amherst has a 2 nothing lead going into the second period and Engledon of Mitchell has chose bottom in the 152-pound semifinal Widener of Bridgeport and Chris Feldner of Kearney Catholic have just kind of tied up for the first minute and a half here. They've been on their feet the entire time, and there has been no score. Yeah, it looks like Widener's plan is maybe to slow Feldner down a little bit on his takedowns because he gets in on shots. He's locking up that front headlock and not really trying to go anyplace with it other than just to slow that action down a little bit. So I think that's, I think that's what he probably picked up from last week is to try to slow that down because Feldner's got just a nice little fireman's finish. But here comes Widener hits a fireman's off of a reshot. But I don't think he's going to be able to finish it here. Nope, not going to be able to finish it on the edge of the mat. Boy, working hard over here is Jacob Graham of Amherst. He's got the wing. He's trying to get him turned over, which he should be able to. There it is. He has got Engledon now in a bunch of trouble trying to bridge up. But we are going to see Graham, I think, be able to finish this one off. Wow. Wow, that was close down here. Wiedemann got in on another fireman's again, but ran out of time at the end of the period. So. And Graham does pick up the pin. He's able to do that in two minutes and ten seconds. And now we've got Widener and Feldner. Scoreless through the first. Cluthy, or excuse me, Feldner wins the toss, defers. Widener will take bottom. Yeah, that's that's where I would go, too. <laughs> yeah. Got to go to the bottom and try to score from there. The winner gets Tryon Calarose, and now we get over to 160 pounds. Here's Garrett Cluthy, the number one seed, and he'll be taking on Peyton Reesback, who had a big win in the quarters here today as the five slot. Feldner yeah. hanging on here. Widener about slipped out there from the bottom, but he was able to secure both legs and drag him back on the mat. 
Yeah, Widener's, Widener's moving well on there, and, and, and Feldner's good with the legs, and he's good at getting the hips in position to keep himself out of trouble. He's, just, he's going to ride him tough here on top and be busy enough so he's, he can wear him down a little bit and hopefully get that third period 0-0. Cluthy's in on a takedown, a little slide by, and takes him right to the mat to get, take the 2-0 lead. <clears throat> so Cluthy overrees back. He's ranked fourth in the state of Nebraska. Josh Klingelhofer on the other side, ninth. Mankey, seventh. So uh, got some good ones. Even Drake Jansen, who was ranked. Right. Uh, he got beat earlier. He got beat by Raysback in the yeah. first round. So, Still no score change here in the 152 semifinals. We're halfway through well, a minute there we to go. go. He's got a turn. Yep, Feldner locked, locked up that little uh, tilt, was able to get him turned. Looks like he's going to get the five count, take a 3-0 lead here. Still got the arm, so he's not going to get the point check because he hasn't changed the hold. Now if he releases that hand, he'll get the three. So we got a 3-0 lead now for Feldner. That was nice the way he set that up because he had uh, he had Weidner pushing into him and he was able just to roll all the way through with him and take him to his back. Weidner could feel it, but couldn't stop it. And he's got Weidner flattened out here with 25 seconds to go in the second period. And a 3-0 lead, Felder, and then he'll get his choice in the third. We'll come off the mat here at 160. Cluthy of Ord still leads Riesbach of Ravenna 2-0. 25 seconds to go first period. On the restart, Riesbach will be on bottom. It's going to be important for Feldner to ride it out here without giving up any points. Keep this thing at a three-nothing match going into the semi, into the third period. Last, same thing. Last week you won it five-nothing. May do the same thing this week. <laughs> Cluthy's got to do the same thing down here. He's got to ride Rees back out this period. You know, keep him down there, keep him tired. Takes a lot of energy to come off the bottom of the mat. So we got blood time down here with Wiener on mat number one. Okay. Luthi gets through the first period, has a 2-0 lead on Lee's back. His choice shakes down. So Luthi gets wins the toss, chooses down, puts Reese back on top, see what happens. High school wrestling on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Carney, Caro, and our friends down the road there in Ravenna. Glad to have you along with us. And uh, Reese back, who will get the... Uh, excuse me, Cluthy will get the escape here to start the period. Go up 3 nothing. Yeah, I think if you're Cluthy in this situation after watching Riesbach's first match, you don't want to get in a throwing match with him. I think you want to stay on your shots and your slide-bys, and you should be pretty good. Got a caution down here on uh, Feldner. Uh, Feldner did choose bottom, so he's on bottom to start this second period. Not, not a nice movement to start off the whistle. Wiener's trying to cradle him up in here. <coughs> Felder doing a good job fighting. Working for some hand control. Oh, Cluthy get, takes him to his back. Gets in on a takedown, dumps him to his back. He's got Reese back in real trouble. This could be a fall here pretty quick. And there, there it is. is. The pin in two minutes and 50 seconds. Garrett Cluthy award over Peyton Reesbeck of Ravenna. Now Reesbeck going to be a tough one in this 160-pound weight class. Uh, in the consolation round, uh, it's going to be one of the tougher matches for him to try and come back and advance on to state. We've got another stalemate here between Carney Catholic's Chris Feldner and Trevor Wiedner of Bridgeport in the 152 semifinals. And off the whistle, boy, a lot of action here from yeah. Feldner. Yeah, Feldner's moved really well off the whistle every time. He's gotten off the whistle nicely. Now he's underneath that leg. If he can pop his head up through here, 
He'll get there. He should be getting the reversal here pretty quick. There it is. Got the legs split. If you can keep them split and walk them up, you might be able to turn Weedner again. Five nothing. Felder crawls up the body and good. flattens him out with 55 seconds yeah. to go. Did a good job too. He had that ankle trapped up against the rear end. He got off of that just in time to avoid the stall call and get the stoppage. This way the clock keeps running. It's his best friend right now is the running clock. Uh, no doubt. And now the second semifinal at 160, 36 and nine junior Josh Klingelhofer of Amherst, 20 and three junior Steve Mankey of Bridgeport. These two had a great match last week, went to sudden victory overtime, and Mankey was able to get the takedown in the last. Oh, Feldner's got him turned his back here and just about got it. Got uh, Weedner pinned. And this is a, this a quality kid that he's making look pretty bad at this stage. 20 seconds to go, yeah. Trevor only has three losses, one of them last week to him. Yeah. yeah. Ten seconds to go. He may get the fall here. Trying to bridge yep. it out there. Weedner gets off of his back. But it will be an 8 nothing major decision win for Chris Felder of Kearney Catholic and on to the finals against Tryon Cowrose at 152 pounds. As we continue to bring you C4 District Wrestling here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Carney Catholic action brought to you by Good Evans. Live well, love well. GoodEvans.com. No story over here between Klingelhofer and Menke. We're 90 seconds in. It's been offense kind of from Klingelhofer and defense from Menke. This this looks like a repeat of the last week's match, too, because I believe it was 1-1 going into that overtime period. Now we have Hernandez of Gibbon against Brewer of uh, Gordon Rushville. Winner of this one moves out and wrestles Durkee in the other 52 consolation semi. There's a shot, shot by Weedner and get gets the takedown right at the gets the takedown with a second left in the period. And Coach Klingeloffer is going to click yeah. and not both, much you can do. Both officials agree on the call, but boy, that was that was close. I mean. Klinghoffer shot and Mickey re-shot in right into a body lock and was able to take him down. So 2-0. Mickey will win the toss. He'll defer. Klinghoffer will get choice. Klinghoffer will take bottom. Long, lanky, 160-pounder here for Amherst. Unfortunately, their 170-pounder got injured in practice this week after qualifying uh, for the districts and unable to participate. Hastings Hernandez of Gibbon, 13-14 against 14-12 Drake Brewer. Of Gordon Rushville in the 152-pound consolation, trying to keep their seasons alive here in Valentine. I'll tell you what, for uh, Mankey, that was big points to score at that stage of the match. That uh, getting those getting those takedown with the second left, that's about as ideal as you can want it. <laughs> you can't get those back. Really hard to get those points back. And it'll be scoreless through the first period for Hernandez and Brewer. And a lot of these matches, Derry, I mean, yeah, we had a couple of first period pins, but we've had a lot go the distance yeah. or at least get into the third period. And yeah. this has been a long round. Yeah, that, which is what you would expect when you get to the district semifinals. They should be they should be fairly long matched. Yeah, the 16-man brackets of the old days, you would, you would plan on this being that way. We don't think about that. We've limited it down to eight kids, so you get the best kids back here wrestling in this stage. So it's going to keep these matches close, and even your, your first-round consolations are close in a lot of places. Got some of the Class D matchups uh, that are going on, D3, D2, D1. Not a lot of our area wrestlers are high up uh, on the totem pole right now as far as what's going on with the, the scores, but... 
Some of them have started a little earlier. Some of them started a little later. Uh, they'll take different breaks in their in their matches as well. But uh, taking a look at what's going on in the D2 meet that is going on today, Elkhorn Valley, 111.5 points. Twin Loop has 73. And you go way down the line. Donovan Trouble's in eighth. Burwell is in tenth. Can you believe that? I, just, I would have never. Now, there's one team I would have never thought was going to was going to start to fall like that. Mankey picked up two back points on a tilt, and then Klingenhofer was able to hip over the top from out of that tilt and get a reversal. Makes it 4-2 as we head to the last 10 seconds of the second period. Yeah, I would never look for Burwell to be 10th place in the district. Hernandez is now down 3 to nothing after being turned. He might get turned again. Do want to let your, or remind you that we've got the Heartland Hoops Classic going on right now on ESPN. Tri-Cities, Grand Island leading Class B number one Elkhorn, Mount Michael, 31-30 to at the end of three. Earlier today, St. Paul beat Elkhorn North 47-44. Loganview, Scribner, Schneider knocked off Grand Island Northwest 60-56. to And Mullen beat Loomis 41-45, or 51-45. Uh, then they'll have the second session, 345. It'll be Bancroft, mostly lined here against Auburn. Grand Island Central Catholic will then be in action to take on Pius the 10th, and then the two big games tonight, Bellevue West against Sunrise Christian at 7.15 and at 9 o'clock, Oak Hill Academy against Miller North. But back to the wrestling dairy. Yeah, we had to get the pin down here. Gordon Rushville uh, Brewer got the pin on Hernandez from Gibbon in the third period. In the third period down here at the 160-pound semifinal, it was Mankey's choice to start this third period. He chose neutral in this situation, but like you said in the first period, I think the Klingenhofer's been really aggressive on shots and stuff, and Mankey has defensed him pretty pretty much the same thing. Looks like he's trying to go back to the same thing again, getting that double underhook and getting into a body lock, but uh, Klingenhofer's long enough. He's able to, to push him back, get, you know, get in on the chest and get that separation so he's not able to get him locked up like he did at the end of the first period. I think Klingenhofer just... Kind of relaxed at the end of that first period. Thinking time was going to be out and got caught. You know, maybe was able to get in deep on that shot. Playing Gilg of Carney Catholic against Jansen of Valentine. Jansen got upset. So he's going to have a huge advantage here. He gets the takedown. He's going to turn Gilg right to his back here. And Valentine's going to make some noise in a pin in 47 seconds as Jansen had done. And again, over here at 160 in the semifinals. There's going to be some work. Whoever loses this to try to come back, yeah, it's going to be tough. you got to come back against Jansen, who's a, who's a quality wrestler. I, I mean, that was a big upset in that. You know, I don't, not, not taking anything away from Riesbach, but that was that was an upset because Riesbach got him tossed his back, and I think he beat Riesbach last week in the district final. 30 seconds to go. In on a shot here is going to be Klingelhofer. Good counter. Okay. Oh, and Mankey's going to probably get a takedown here. Mankey, he? yeah, Mankey slipped himself out the back. Now he just got just got awarded the takedown. Maybe he had it earlier. Now he's going to get back points up. He had that takedown earlier. Klinghoffer just about came out of there. Now he's got him in. Now he's got him in trouble on his back. Probably won't get the pin, but it's going to wind up winning this nine to two. Klinghoffer had to take his shot there, and he almost had Mankey taken down for the tie, but Mankey rolled through, and he's going to end up winning the match here. As we said, by that 9-2 to score in advance on to the championship at 160 pounds against Cluthy of Ord. In the 170-pound semifinals, here's Jack Sokol of Centura, the 33-11 senior, against Servando Gonzalez, a 31-11 senior from O'Neill in the 2-3 matchup at 170. This is Sokol's first match of the day, isn't it? He didn't wrestle earlier today, so we'll see how see if that has an impact on him. Sometimes that coming in cold. Having that first match is kind of an advantage, I think, to getting in and 
and uh, wrestling people. That's why they don't just push the buys to the higher seeds. Well, and you come, <laughs> yeah, and you come up higher. You come up early yesterday, so you've yep. been here all day yesterday, all night. Yep. Come to the weigh-ins this morning. We've been wrestling for over three hours now since the quarterfinals started at 11, and finally you're able to get on the mat yep. here. That's that's a tough call. You got Steve from Arcadia Loop City down here on mat two against Avocado. And he is thrown to his back. Steve is thrown to his back yeah. here early on the way through the period. Rolls himself up out of it. I tell you what, I've never seen a kid that can get himself off of his back as well as Steve does because he really rolls through things. And it looks like he's did get too near fall for, uh, you know, let me say this. Uh, Ace of Auto. Ace of Auto, thank you. I keep wanting to say avocado, and I knew that wasn't <laughs> right. So. Fabian Esfato, a 24 and 13 junior, and Steve's a 30 and 7 junior for Arcadia Loop City, but finds himself down 4 nothing, trying to find a way to score here in the last 15 seconds of this period. Well, Esfato riding him pretty high here, and it looks like he's going to be able to finish out the period on yeah. top. So 4 nothing, Steve not able to score here in the period. And between Sokol of Centura and Gonzalez of O'Neill, they went scoreless through the first. And it will be Gonzalez to take bottom here in the start of the second period. This will be a big match in the team race for O'Neill if they can get this win here at 70, move themselves into the semifinal, or move themselves into the finals. That's a lot of points to pick up here. <clears throat> Sokol will... Not be able to hold. Gonzalez comes to his feet. He has got the takedown on the shot. Gonzalez takes him down, but out of bounds. So it'll be a restart here, one nothing. Yeah, that was close. He <laughs> just stepped, just stepped the left foot out of bounds for Sokol. That's good for Gonzalez. Not so good. He was right close to. It. Tried to keep the feet in, just couldn't do it. Somebody opened the doors here at Valentine. <laughs> Everybody was talking about how hot it was before the yep. wrestling began. Now somebody opened the doors when it's below zero outside. I got a suggestion for that person. Yeah, it, it, it'll. Steve has been reversed, but then he spins right out of there, and he's going to get an escape. It won't be a reverse. They'll come out of bounds. So Chase Steve now down 6-1 with a minute 21 to go in the second period here. Steve's going to need to get a takedown here and then get some back points if he can because if he gets taken down here again. It's a pretty big mountain climb in that third period. The C4 District Wrestling Tournament going on here at Valentine. I want to thank SEM alum, alum, Andy Cronin alum, right? I was Ravenna. Ravenna alum. Good Lord. Jeez, he good. just mentioned Jim Langan's name, name earlier. I wasn't sure which place it was. That's how long ago it was. So Ravenna's wrestling, and Andy's been helping us out here as well as uh, Gus and the gang at Valentine. So we want to thank them so much for that. Down here at uh, 170, get the takedown. Gonzalez gets a takedown on Sokol to take a 3-0 lead with 20 seconds, 25 seconds left. Steve gets a takedown over here, makes a 6-3, has a wing locked up, goes out of bounds with it, but he's got himself back in the match now. Going to need to get a turn in this period, I think, get himself in there a little bit closer. Well, he sure didn't want to give up the escape here, no. but to Gonzalez has been pretty good about that. He got the reversal at the start of the second period in pretty short time. 35 seconds here for uh, Steve in the second period, trailing 6-3. And now over here for Jack Sokol, got to find a way to do something yeah. off bottom, Derry. 
Yeah, got a potentially dangerous call there at that wing and half, and he's got to keep those arms out in front. He's giving, a, giving that arm up pretty easily. You got a stall warning down here now on 160 in the Steve match. You got a stall warning on Ace Lovato. And Ace Lovato is able to get the escape with 10 seconds yeah. to go in the period, so now he's up 7-3. to three. Those are tough points to give up late in the period. And they can't give up. You can't get frustrated and try, charge in and give up the takedown and be down 9-3. This will go into third grade by down by four instead of down by not five. Coach Corkle over there coaching his wrestlers and you gotta you gotta continue to circle. Yep. Now the referee is talking to the two wrestlers, so yeah. something must have been going something on. Must, something must be a little extracurricular activity someplace. So Sokol gets an escape over here to make this a three one match now in the third period. So he chose there and oh, oh what a throw. Nice, nice slide by there. <laughs> Gonzalez. Within a rollout from Sokol, but it's a two-run move, so it's 5-2. Sokol's got to find a way to score from his feet. He has not done it the entire match. Yeah, he's, he's been, he looks a little flat-footed against against uh, Gonzalez. Gonzalez is bringing the pressure. He is forcing the issue. He's going to push him right off the mat here, it looks like. And now back over here to Steve, down 7-3 to three early in the third period. Trying to roll up on yeah. him, just can't get it done. Yeah, he's just got he's got to stick to some solid stuff. He's trying to, way too early trying to reach up and pull people under and try to get something a little bit cheap. You got to keep moving, get him off balance, and then bring him up over the top if you want to do that. Because it looks like uh, Ace Avado is going to be putting the leg in just like he did here. Now Steve from getting himself three, he's going to give up back points here. He just can't give up three to get two. <laughs> it's just. Going to be yeah. two near fall for Ace Votto. He's now up 9-3. So he's really trying to move, but that's how he got himself yeah. in trouble there. Doing the same, getting himself off balance and doing the same thing. Got a takedown over here again for Gonzalez to take a 7-2 lead over Sokol. So Sokol of Centura had a couple of chances here in the semifinals for Centura. They're now going to have to go to the wrestle background. Both. Are in the final minute. Sokol is going to get an escape. He's down 7-3, but only 30 seconds to go. Another shot by Gonzalez. He is not slowing down at all. No. Gonzalez continues to bring the pressure here. And that's the best way to finish out a match is just keep on your offense instead of trying to defend. Just stay on offense, take away his best stuff, make him defend you to, through to the end. That's He's actually got another shot, but out of bounds. And Steve is in trouble over here yep. now just to be able to get off yep. the bottom. 160 tough, and he came in 30 and six. Yeah, and he's, he's going to be going two and two on the day. Now he got got his reversal, but it's going to be too little, too late. It looks like he's got. Unless he can get a turn here, it's going to be too little, too late for him. And Jack Sokol of Centura falls to Gonzalez of O'Neill in the 170 semifinals, seven to three, and in the 160-pound consolation. It is 9-5 Ace Votto of O'Neill over Steve of Arcadia Loop City. You're listening to the C4 District Wrestling Tournament here on Power 99, brought to you in part by Impact Seeds. Craig Weech is your Pioneer Seed dealer. To learn more about seed treatment options for your operation, contact Pioneer sales professional Craig Weech of Impact Seed. Pioneer science with service, delivering success. We've got more wrestling when we return. 
If keeping up with real-life news and events in the heart of the Tri-Cities is important to you, consider subscribing to The Clipper. For print delivery or eClipper, email to you where you are. Local news from Gibbon, Shelton, Wood River, Caro, and everywhere in between. We will give you positive stories from school activities to local events. Check us out on the web or like us on Facebook. Who knows? You might find yourself in our picture gallery. Go to clipperpubco.com. We don't show danger stunts or crazy cats, but we'll keep you informed about our towns, and our people. Locally owned and operated since 1883. A tradition of community banking. Full-service banking with a strong dedication to their local community is what Minden Exchange Bank is all about. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, and claim service that is second to none. See RAI of Nebraska and protect what needs protected in your life. Best of luck to the Ravana Blue Jays. Mutual. 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 Well, there, producer engineer Grant Ty and Derry Trampy. I'm Doug Duda at the C4 District Wrestling Championships. Here in Valentine, and thanks to all of our many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you action, including Ravenna Sanitation. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. We are at the 170-pound weight class in the semifinals. It is Tag Butchel of Valentine. Oh Ryan Gabriel. What was that? <laughs> Butchel gets the first takedown to take a 2-0 lead. Gabriel got an escape to take be down 2-1, and then some some unbelievable throw where he took him down to his back and gets the fall. I, I don't even know what to call that because I don't think I've ever seen it before. Ryan Gabriel, maybe a bull rush. He's going to get the pin in 139 to advance to the finals at 170 pounds. So congratulations right there as things keep rolling along, and we're going to get another Amherst-Ravenna matchup. As we move on to 182 pounds, our consolation at 170, uh, Snyder of Gordon Rushville leading Jackson of Bridgeport 6-1 to one, as now 9-1 to one late in the second period. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think it's safe to say that that's probably not a move that Coach Ferentz has taught. <laughs> <laughs> it's a winner. It, it worked. It is a winner, no doubt about it. Yeah, he's got a little bit of his older brother in him that he can feel some things that people don't feel, so... Got uh, Drahota in on a quick takedown here against Bogard, taking him to his back. <clears throat> got a two count, it looks like. Yep, got two count. That's four zero. Drahota out to a quick, quick beat for 30 seconds. So uh, Brody Bogard. He's got 45 matches in, and now trying to make something happen here on Dra- with Drahota, but Drahota got another tilt. He's got a ball coming up. So Drahota's up 7 to nothing. the 40-5 and five senior at 182 pounds here for Ravenna. And he is really dominating this match. He's ranked yeah. third in the state. Kellen Meyer, who's finish. second, is waiting for him in the finals, maybe. He may finish this one off here. That's pretty tight. Got, got uh, Bogart on his back, got him in real trouble. 
Step back over on that wing. It should be it. There it is. So Trahona, a winner over Bogard in a minute and 22 seconds. And Kellen Meyer of Ord now is taking on Talon Pasco of Gordon Rushville and in early with a two-point takedown right to the back. And they go out of bounds, but it's 4 nothing Meyer. So Meyer and Trahona could be getting ready for another one. Yeah, this is, it looks like they're on a collision course with each other again. So Get both out of the Luplatt Conference. Yeah. It'll be like their third third matchup this year, I think, is where they're going to be at if they if they meet. Got got a lot of match left here. You got a minute and a half a minute and a half left in the first period, but Meyer is really going to work on top right away with that barbed wire type move and takes takes him to his back, changes it to reverse uh, front quarter, and now throws him in. Jeez, there's about three different pinning combinations in a matter of two seconds between by Meyer. Came back with a pancake toss to his back and. Down here we had a 195-pound semifinal with another Bogard and uh, Abramson, I believe. Is Riley Galloway. Oh, Galloway, I'm sorry. Riley. Bogard's at 90, uh, 220. Yep, Riley Galloway, and there is the pin for Kellen Meyer. 58 seconds over Pasco of Gordon-Rushville, so we'll get a number two versus number three matchup in our finals. And here's Joel Abramson getting the takedown of Riley Galloway, 2-0. He was off on the initial whistle, nearly had him taken down off the initial whistle, but it went out of bounds. And now he has taken down Galloway. This 195 is kind of wide open that yes. anybody could beat anybody. Abramson hasn't been able to wrestle much this year. In fact, his current record is just 7-2 and two as a senior. But we've heard that name down there from Bertrand Loomis before when right. it comes to the wrestling meet yeah, and the wrestling a- mat. This, this could really shake it up if Abramson pulls off an upset here. Yeah, I believe he was a state qualifier last year for, for the – I guess they go by the <laughs> – Wolf Kings, I think, is what they go by down there. Down that old area for a lot of years. They get Galloway's got the reversal now to make it 2 2. <clears throat> it's going to be hard to make it back to Amherst to eat downtown. Yeah, it'd be a little as long tough. as this is going on. It'd be a little tough to get back there to get something to eat tonight. So. Uh, I'll bet Wayne and the gang will find a way to get it taken care of, though. <laughs> Especially if uh, Riley gets the job done here. So Riley, 29 and 11. Junior or senior, of course, Reagan, sister, uh, had a great uh, couple of state champions yeah. from Amherst in the girls' tournament at York. So congratulations uh, there. You just knew that they would be a strong girls' yeah. program. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm glad to see the, the girls' wrestling gaining some momentum like it has. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next couple of years as we get continue to move through that, see as the numbers grow, and, and see what happens. You know, it, There's just a lot of things that's going to take place with schools over the next couple of years to get that done. So. You know, I haven't even asked. I, don't, I haven't seen any. What's the interest of the Chanticleers, I mean, uh, in girls' well, we had, wrestling? We had a, a girl this year that went to the state meet, got fifth at 142. Uh, comes from kind of a good bloodline. Comes from the comes from the Burwell bloodline with the Brown family up there. So we knew that knew that that was going to be pretty good. And then we got the younger Cluthy girl is interested in wrestling next year, which she'll she'll do a nice job. And big thing we need to do is start getting our junior high kids involved and, and start doing some junior high girls wrestling as well. I think that can change things around. So the, uh, it's going to be an interesting ordeal watching that transpire over the next few years. So. Riley Galloway is able to pick up two more on the near fall here against Abramson. Abramson couldn't quite get himself out of there. Looked like he was going to roll through and maybe get a reversal. Instead, Galloway four, Abramson two. We go to the second period, and Galloway will get the choice and take bottom. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, you. Yeah, I thought Abramson was maybe going to come through and get a reversal on back point. He, A, ran out of time and gave up the two points on the way to get there. So, 
It's going to be an interesting match. Yeah, I think so. Off the whistle, Galloway explodes, but an ankle pick there and back down to the bat for Abramson. Abramson just looked really good on his feet. It'll be interesting to see what he can do here from top. Yeah. And if there's any chance to score, Galloway was able to do some good things there in the first period. Yeah, he's got a he's got him on his back. He just was out of bounds. Yeah, Abramson turned Galloway. That that surprises me a little bit. Galloway's good at coming off the bottom, and I know I I was looking almost for Abramson to cut him and try to get to his feet because he looks like he's a little stronger on his feet, but he certainly certainly had that tightened up. So Galloway's got to be careful, and of course. You know, here you got teams that are out of that to Fort Kearney Conference. Yep. And this year, the FKC, because of COVID, they had been uh, pairing up with the Twin Valley just to give it a little bit more uh, pizzazz and a few more wrestlers for both of those because they're not the biggest conferences, right. but they decided not to do that. And here's a stall warring on bottom against Riley Galloway, and we're not even midway through the match. 1.15 to go in the second and trying to grab the far side arm, Abertson. Trying to tip him, Galloway rolls through and gets the reversal. Did a nice job on the roll through there. He kind of was, you know, that was a little, little surprised at the stalling call because he was working the hands on the bottom to get off the bottom, but he must have had the head down on the mat. Now he's got he Abramson on his back, and he pinned him. The first time it looked like Abramson was just going to continue the scrum and roll through. Galloway wouldn't let it happen, and he ends up getting the pin in three minutes and ten seconds. And now another young man that hasn't wrestled yet today because of the way the brackets were. The other semifinal at 195 pounds. It'll be Trey Warner of Ord, the three seed against Salvador Rodriguez of O'Neill, who had a high-scoring match that went the distance against Hershey's Eric Halstead. We got uh, Alex Flessner of Ord down here on mat number one in his semifinal at 220 against Nathan Cooley of Mitchell. The 21 and 7 senior, that, or actually 28 and 7, 28 and 1 senior right now, I believe was a state medal winner last year as well. Got a final from the Heartland Hoops Classic. Grand Island beats Class B number one, Elkhorn Mount Michael, so they get beat twice in a week, 47 40. Now we'll have a break. 345 will be the next game on ESPN Tri Cities. On ESPN, all Warner's, the Class B schools lost. Warner's in on a shot. Got the got him got the butt on the mat. Nice around the waist. That should be two. Yeah, there's a takedown call. Flesner gets thrown onto his back by Cooley and gets pinned in the minute seven down here on mat number one. So Cooley, 220 pounder, out of Mitchell, makes some noise for the alma mater of one Ty Swarm. At 220 pounds. And then uh, we got an escape down here by Rodriguez to make it a 2-1 match with a minute left in the first period. So some hand fighting here between Warner and Rodriguez to try to get to the 195 final, which will be against Galloway. 45 seconds remaining here in the opening period. Warner does a nice job with this Russian tie. Just doesn't quite get his head, get the head position so he can finish that off. He's moving him, moving him to that ankle. Now he's got the ankle picked up. Got another takedown. So he takes a 4-1 lead with 30 seconds left. He's got to be able to ride him out now here and finish up 4-1. In the consolation round at 2:20, Kale Schaff of Lewis Bertrand, Tristan Ruziska of Ravenna, and Ruziska immediately has him taken down on the edge of the mat, and he's got him on his back. Kale just though with two wins, so Rosiska, 20 and 17, and a senior trying to drag him back on to finish things off here and get a first period pin. Got the pin. Does it in 24 seconds. 
to keep his season alive. Here's another escape for Rodriguez of O'Neill, and that will be just before time expires here. So Warner of Ord, four. Rodriguez of O'Neill, two. As we go to the second period of the 195-pound semifinal. And Rodriguez will get his choice to take bottom here to start the second period. That's, that's where I would go if I was Rodriguez with the way things have worked for him so far off the bottom. <clears throat> Warner hasn't really been able to ride him yet. Hopefully he can ride him here this period and get him broke down and take a little steam out of him here. <clears throat> get that arm trapped back here and drive his head into the mat. Got to get him off of his base a little bit. He's giving him too much base and letting that foot come up too easy. Now return him here. He's going to get warned for stalling if he doesn't return him pretty quick. So. Oh, and he did get warned oh, for stalling just uh, as he took him down. Yeah, that's kind of quick. That's that's a little quick on that. Got a throw down here on 195. Yeah, 220. So, 220 down here. Dave Suga, Carney Catholic is taking on Lee Major of Valentine. And Carney Catholic with the takedown on the edge of the mat up 2 nothing. Major. 20 and 24 from Valentine. Thuka is 15-15 for Cardi Catholic. And another escape over here. Rodriguez gets the escape, and he is now 4-3. So two takedowns for Warner and three escapes because he got his choice here in the period. And Cardi Catholic's going to get the pin to advance on. So the Stars get a pin in 46 seconds for James. Yep, now man. Rodriguez is going to get a takedown take on Trey Warner. Yep. Warner shot in on the leg and kind of stayed down on the mat, and he's just got to keep that head up and drive through. Now Rodriguez has the leg in. Oh, Warner's going to get him off balance if he can get that arm through. He's got to quit hanging on that arm and come across that waist. He had him in trouble, and he just lost his opportunity to get out there. It looks like Rodriguez might ride this out, get a 5-4 lead going into the third period. 20 seconds. Warner trying to slide out so the back, back door he's here. Out the back. He's going to get out the back to his back. Warner gets the reversal. He's got him on his back, and he's getting the count. If he can finish this off here. Oh, keep your head up. Oh, then a reversal to the back over here. Three seconds left and time. Wow, Warner went so from we'll getting see. the pin to almost being pinned here in the second period. I guess this is going to be a 9-10 to 10 match when we get done. That was a lot of scoring in the last 15 seconds. And that will give them a, both the wrestlers a chance to catch their breath yep. because they're over to the board. The heavyweight semifinal, Thomas Basota of Ravenna and Jackson Tommenheim of Amherst has taken the mat. Scoreless through the first 30 seconds. Basota state rated. 23-3. and three. I'm wondering if he only gave two points near fall for Warner when he took him to his back. I thought he motioned three over here, and now they've got an eight to seven. Should be, they've got three for, for Rodriguez. It should be ten. I've. <clears throat> There's a lot of confusion. It's going to take a while to sort this out. Uh, Doug Hampton, the official, is doing a nice job of sorting this out, just waiting to get the score up there to begin with. Boy, and there's really not a replay you can go back to it. That's why you keep score over in the corner so you can go back over and double check with them as you're working your way through here. we got Jackson Tottenheim down here against Thomas Pesota in semifinal at 285. And I think this is probably a little bit more advantage for Rodriguez of O'Neill. Yeah. He seems to be gasping a little bit harder for air than Warner is. Yeah. yeah. So a long delay here before we go to the third period. That's what happens when you get a lot of action like that. If you 
you keep your head up and don't let him bridge through, then it's pretty easy. <laughs> that's that's like the correct score there. 10 to 9 should be the correct score. In favor of Rodriguez. Correct. Because he had a one-point lead and he had a 5-5 exchange there, so it should be 10-9. Now over here at heavyweight, we got a little something going on. Pesota's in on a shot, but Tom Nine's able to counter the shot and get the head down and get behind him for two. And that'll be the end of the first period. Tobenheim of Amherst, two. Pesota of Ravenna, nothing in the heavyweight semifinal. Now we got 11-10. I don't think that's right either. <laughs> I think it's 10-9. Coach Corkel is over here trying to rediscuss the points. All they got to do is just ask me. I can tell <laughs> A 2 nothing match down here with Tobenheim and Pesota. And so Pasola, as we start the second period, will choose bottom. Doug Dudaderi Trampy with you here from Valentine, the C4 District Wrestling Tournament. Heartland Hoops on ESPN, and we are just finishing up the semifinal round. Then we will take a break here. They'll do the consolations, and then we will be back after that break with the final round championship and third and fourth place matches. And Pasola and Tobenheim actually doing some wrestling. They are going to award the escape wow. here for Pasola. Coach Dave Klingelhofer over there, he didn't think I, so. I don't, I'm not sure I agree with that one either. I, I thought Fasota had a chance to escape, but he put himself back in harm's way. And when he put himself back in harm's way, then he was, then Tom Nine was still behind him. So. Well, yeah. we're finally ready to go back over here at the this Warner is, and Rodriguez match, Ord and O'Neill. Right. It is 10 to 9. O'Neill's Rodriguez with the lead. Going into the third period, Warner will choose bottom. Back over here at heavyweight. They're still on their feet between Tobenheim and Pasota. Tobenheim up 2-1. Tell you what, there's a lot of action now. These heavyweights, they're moving. More than usual. Both those guys, I mean, there have been a lot of shots and reshots and counters. That's a That's been a fun match to watch. It's only 2-1, but there's been a lot more action than the 2-1 score would indicate. Pasota's got Tobenheim's head down underneath. Now he's got the knee. Got him in, bad, got him in a bad situation here if he can finish it, but he gets out of bounds before he can finish it. Yeah, we start 195. Rodriguez picks Warner off the mat, but brings him back down solid. Like Warner trying to bridge up. Yep. Looks like he's trying to put, get the legs in and work on a, a splits here. Warner's got to keep that hip down. Can't now now bring the arm out through this side here. No, don't turn that way. <laughs> a roll through both ways. Out, no brings that arm. He can bring that arm across the waist. He'll secure a reversal. He's trying to grab the arm and pull him under, but I think if he just come across the waist, he'd been a little better off there. Towards the edge of the mat, too. Warner comes to his feet. Maybe at least get the one and tie things up. Oh, he almost got thrown back to his back. Now Rodriguez in control. Does have him getting the back count. He got a one count. Now he's getting the count. Now he's got himself anchored in. Got himself anchored in with both legs. It's going to be tough to come out of. Warner's on his back. Rodriguez is going to get him pinned. Yep. Yep, he got himself in a bad situation. Four minutes and 57 seconds, and Salvador Rodriguez of O'Neill pinning Warner of Ord. And back over here at heavyweight, we have the third period upon us. Pesota gets the choice. He'll take bottom, trailing Tobenheim of Amherst by a score of 2-1. to one. So we're heading down the home stretch. Just about finished up here in our semifinal round. Got some 220 in heavyweights, and now Pesota and Tobenheim working. Tobenheim trying to bridge out under here. Pesota trying to get a reversal as opposed to an escape. Looks like he's going to get the reversal here. 
Might get top nine in trouble. He's got those legs, unless it's, as you say, unless it's potentially dangerous. He had that head down on the mat, bringing those knees up toward the, toward the back. That's just a bad situation for the back. Drew Bogart of Amherst in the 220-pound semifinal against 33-8 freshman Jarrett Peterson of Chase County. That's not bad for a freshman. No, he's, he's a solid wrestler, too. I've been watching him wrestle. He looks really nice. Yeah, good, good footwork, etc. Minnesota's working to cradle up top nine here on top. Looks like he's off on the opposite side. I don't know if I would take him that way or not. I'd be, I'd be there. There he's now he's got himself a little better position. Of course, this Class C 220 dairy. Carl Mutt, Nebraska. Yeah. James, David City here one and two. Yeah, yeah, and they're solid. I mean, they are. They're. Oh, looks like Pesota might be getting some back points here. Well, no, I guess not. Tom has been able to keep himself off his back. And, I mean, these guys have been wrestling hard. Well, this is a hard-fought match down here. Tomenheim, who's, who's out of breath here because Pesota's laying on him. 45 seconds to go. Pesota leads it 3-2. Tomenheim needs to be able to get off the mat and get yeah. a fresh start here because he's not going to be able to get up from where he's at. Pesota, if he can stay in bounds, if he can keep himself in bounds, looks like he's going to get the turn here. He's got that half pretty deep. Top nine's pretty flexible for a heavyweight. He's done a nice job of fighting himself off of here. Can he drag him out of bounds? There it is, 26 yep. seconds now on a restart. Jackson lost the bun. Yeah. The I, bun came out. Yeah, I saw that. He's got the flowing everywhere. We got a lot of hair here between yep. these two yeah, heavyweights. Yeah, these are, these are the longest-haired heavyweights I've seen in a long time. So They took COVID to the next level. They on the restart. Posota's up 3-2 for Ravenna. Tobenheim's got to get out of there. Uh, Posota breaks him down. Now, this is going to be tough. Posota's a big man on top. He's probably going to keep that weight on him with 10 seconds left. That's all he's got to do. He doesn't even really need to get out to the side, but he's going to take him over anyhow. Work to get the pin. Five he does. He gets the go. call. Tobenheim just ran out of gas. Yep. 5.56, the pin, Pesota over Tobenheim here at heavyweight. Back over to 2.20, Drew Bogart of Amherst is going to be in a takedown, late short-time takedown. Just eight seconds left here in the period, and it's going to be Bogart of Amherst 2, Peterson of Chase County nothing as we go to the second period. We need to hear from some of our five sponsors. We'll take a quick break. Be back with the C4 District Tournament here from Valentine on Power 99. There are so many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there and they know you. Not to mention the great service, fresh meats and produce. Joe's Market in Loop City is proud to support the area athletes. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed rep. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for the area. Best of luck to all the athletes and coaches from Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer dealer. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They've been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. Good luck, wrestlers. Dine in at Tubbs Pub and Sumner. Tubbs Pub offers daily lunch and dinner specials, including the best prime rib in the area. For great home cooking without the dishes, get to Tubbs Pub today. Tubbs Pub and Sumner is a proud supporter of the area wrestlers. Drew Bogart 
with a 2-1 lead over Peterson of Chase County. Peterson getting the escape here after choosing bottom in the second period. We are down to our heavyweight from Gibbon coming out on the match here in a consolate or excuse me, uh, yep, right here. in a consolation. So Daniel Yepes there. there, and we've got Bridger Rice still to come up for Ord, but Drew Bogard trying to get another takedown, but off the edge of the mat. I tell you what, Bogard has really nice set reshots off of those off that action that uh, Peterson's trying to do. Peterson's trying to do a little snap down, spin behind, and Bogard's been in on a nice reshots on those getting in deep on those double legs. Just ran out of real estate over here on the edge. Good to Derry Trampy. So glad that you're with us. A big thank you to our many fine sponsors and to all the folks that have helped us out here with our coverage and kind of feel like we would be finishing the finals by about now. This has been an incredibly long round, and for the wrestling fans out there, you know that. Bogart tried to dive on here for the takedown. They didn't relinquish it. Peterson kind of fell backwards out of bounds. There was 15 feet of separation. You don't see that very often, and Bogart charged at him, but Peterson was able to to from his knees to at least not allow just a jump on him takedown. Because he had had stumbled and was really kind of in a bad situation, but he was. He did a nice job of recovering, recovering quickly from that because he was in bad. He was in a bad way. Daniel Yepes, the heavyweight for Gibbon, gets a takedown over the freshman Shabram of O'Neill, and the first period will come to an end with Gibbon up two to nothing. Gibbon gets choice, and Yepes will take down. We go to the third period here. Bogard in the 220 semifinals, leading Peterson of Chase County two to one. Bogard choice takes bottom here in the third. And that's, that's a good place to be with a 2-1 lead. <clears throat> he can come up and out of here. He can't sit there on the bottom. Because they, uh, you know, watching these officials, they've been, they've been calling stalling pretty quickly if you're on the bottom. So you got to get yourself here, and now you got to stay on the attack, you know, counter, counter good shots, and then be on your own shots after that. And I think he'll be in good shape on the way through here. A lot of match left, though. A minute and a half left. you got to keep yourself moving and don't get yourself in that position where you give up a stalling point and then get taken down late and lose a match. So you want to... Want to keep moving forward, keep taking territory away from him, and go from there. And Bogard got the escape, so he's got a 3-1 lead on their feet with a minute 15 to go here in the match. Still Yepes getting the escape here at heavyweight. He's up 3-0 midway through the second period. Peterson had a nice little drag-by attempt there, a nice little slide-by attempt, but again, he ran out of real estate on the edge as well. Can Bogard do a good enough job defensively? They're trying to lock up up top, trying to get the underhook here as Peterson. Back to heavyweight. Exactly what you'd expect to see. Two big guys leaning on each other. Yep. Yep, pushing each other around. See yep. if one of them's going to slip. Yeah, <laughs> yep, as is good with that. He's up 3 nothing with 30 seconds to go in the second period. Down to 40 seconds to go. And, oh, Peterson yeah. finally got the underhook yeah, and, and running the off the mat is Bogard. That's a stall. Yeah, and, that, and that's the one thing, if you're Bogard, that's the one thing you can't do. You've got to circle yourself back into the center. Don't let, because he's going to come again. He's going to charge again. This might be where you want to set yourself up for a little pass by, which is just did that, that little elbow pass. You know, you get a guy charging, he's got the stall call, so now he's going to keep pushing that, trying to get another stall call. Now, Bogard does a nice job putting himself back in. 20 nice. seconds to go. That was a nice uh, little pass-by attempt by Peterson in that situation. He kind of got Bogard, got Bogard pushing back in to get that center of the mat. Again, tries for a throw. 
Bogart's able to sag out and keep him stopped. So gets yep. the takedown, and that's going to do that match. That will put Bogart into the finals. That's the textbook with 10 seconds to go play. Try the ill-advised throw, and yep. the defender able to just lay down on you and win it by a score of 5-1. to one. So back over here in the heavyweight, 3 nothing to end the second, and now 4 nothing. Yepes is up in the heavyweight consolation match here. Four to nothing, your score. A minute 30 to go in this consolation to get Yepes another match here at heavyweight. We got the semifinal coming up over here, the last semifinal coming up over here between Rice of Ward and Isle of Arcadia Loops here. So a couple of Loop Planet Conference guys that aren't very far apart from each other getting to wrestle each other again. <laughs> yeah. Going to be playing basketball tonight. Oh, wait. Wait a no, second. No, no, we're not. Lucy and are not going to be playing basketball tonight. Must have been a blizzard back there while we were gone. <laughs> minute to go here in the match and the heavyweight consolation. And Shabram, the freshman, just hasn't been able to do anything for O'Neill. Uh, and as long as Rice Jeff gets a takedown right to Heil, right to his back, getting the count. If he can keep, catch that arm, he may get the ball. Circle around the head. I better not be coaching up here, I guess. <laughs> Old habits die hard sometimes. Well, they're on the edge. Can Heil get uh, him off? But Rice has brought him back on. Him back, you know, gets, yeah, Heil did a nice job of getting himself off of his back and only gave up the two near fall. It's a long time for two. <laughs> Four nothing. Rice just 30 seconds in. <laughs> Took him down 10 seconds in, had him on his back, and with 22 seconds, 30 seconds, gets two near fall. The big boys are on the mat. Time winding down here in the consolation for Daniel Yepes of Gibbon. He'll get his 18th win of the season as he beats Tucker Shabram of O'Neill by a final score of 4 to nothing. Rice has a hammerlock out. Heil able to fight that off. So Yepes moves on. Bridger Rice, a minute to go in the first period with that 4 nothing lead. He's got Heil twisted left, twisted right. He's going to take him over. Looks like he's going to take him over again. Yep, he's going to pick it up here. He might get the fall here. Comes out pretty, to the front. Pretty good position right now. Heil trying to keep that shoulder blade on the yep. far side off the mat. Yep, he can get that head picked up or pick up this near elbow. Pick up the near elbow. I think he'll put the other shoulder down if he doesn't. Still 35 seconds. Plenty of room on the mat. There There's the pin. A minute 27 for Bridger Rice of Ward. And he is on to the finals. And I think they're going to take a, a quick little break, but we're going to take a break and wrap up our live coverage for now in a moment. So you will be uh, staying here, we hope, for more of the C4 District Wrestling Tournament. We'll give you a little update when we return. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. A new year means new opportunities, and many of our producers are seeing that come to life as the 2021 calf crop hits the ground. We know how essential these winter months are for your herd. From distillers, grains, tubs, and cubes, we have the right supplement for your operation. Don't forget our extensive lineup of equipment we offer from Sioux, Powder River, Gallagher, and perhaps our hottest item right now, our Polydome calf warmers. Reach out to your local Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutrition Rep today for all of your winter needs. Aurora Cooperative, tougher together. 
In the market for some Galve? See Mike or Dale Taubenheim of Amherst today. Their primary focus has always been making functional and efficient cows, focusing on birth weights, maternal traits, pay weights, higher weaning and yearling weights, meat and muscle. Also your Traeger Grill dealer. Have a great beef experience with Traeger Grills from Taubenheim Galve. Doug Duda, Dairy Trampy back with you here in Valentine as the semifinal round is over. Up next, the heartbreak round, the consolation semifinals. What the heartbreak round means, you win, you get to wrestle one more time for third and fourth, and you go to state. You lose, and your season is over. Our team standings as we set after this round, Ainsworth is 16th with three points. Centura is 15th with four. Chase County is 14th with nine Hershey is 13th with 11. Gordon Rushville 12th with 16. Gibbon is 11th with 18 points. Into the top 10, Loomis Bertrand has 20. Arcadia Loop City 9th with 23. Kearney Catholic 8th with 24. Mitchell is 7th with 30. Bridgeport is 6th with 61. Valentine is 5th with 61.5. In 4th with 74 points, Amherst. A tie for 2nd with Ravenna and Ord at 82. And O'Neill leads the way with 104 and a half points, Terry. Yeah, it's it's a it's a close match, kind of like we thought it would be. And again, getting those people in the finals is huge. Now, this round is going to be a big round now in the team race, getting those people back through and for third and fourth. You know, every win down here, the minimum of uh, five points. You move into this, you know, in for third and fourth. So, you know, that's why the semifinals are so big, worth a minimum of 12 points. And uh, that's where you can make up a lot of ground in a hurry. But the big thing is you bring these guys back through, pick up a third place, and keep you guys in the finals picking up a championship, put you in a position to win the tournament. I think O'Neill's O'Neill's got a lot of firepower coming back through, and they've got some pretty good kids in the finals. So it'll be interesting to see and then see where Ravenna and uh, Ford work their way back through here, along with Amherst. Amherst is a team that's probably going to do well this round because they got a lot of kids in yeah. this round, and uh, and they're, they're sitting pretty good with where they're at. So they got a chance of pushing people through and, and uh, picking up, you know, won't be hard for them to be points this round. Well, I know Derry missed his morning run in his protein bar, so we're going to let him move on. I'm going to give you some Carney High results right now uh, from the uh, Class A4 district. They're setting in second right now between behind Norfolk and Lincoln East. They are in the finals. Here's where they have been today. Uh, Flavia Nagatani at 106 uh, went 0-2 today. Archer Heelan finished second to Brandon Bostert from Lincoln East. They've had a ton of battles, 7-2 to the final. Ethan Lawrence will finish in fourth. Perry Swarm is the runner-up. He lost 13-4 to in the final. Cisco Rives was beaten by a first-period pin by Godfrey of Norfolk in the final, so second place. Also, we had Kowalik of Kearney. He was eliminated in the Hartburg round. And now Bo Hosler is in the... Finals at 145. Gage Ferguson in the finals at 152. Jacob Ranzel at 160 was beaten in the heartbreak round. Tate Kuchera will be in for third and fourth at 170 pounds. At 182, Carter Abels will be in for third and fourth. Riley Johnson was eliminated in uh, the consolation semifinals. Dario Rodriguez is in the finals at 220. And at 285, Caden Johnson will be in for third and fourth. You've been listening to High School Wrestling, brought to you by New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery, certified and fellowship-trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. Schedule your appointment today. And our 
corporate sponsor is Impact Seed. Craig Weech is your Pioneer Seed dealer. Learn more about seed treatment options for your operation. Contact Pioneer Sales Professional Craig Weech of Impact Seed today. Pioneer Science with Service delivering success. This consolation round should take probably less than an hour. And then we will be back to bring you the championships of the C4 District Wrestling Tournament and the third and fourth place matches. But for now, we'll turn it back to the studios and be back with more wrestling information a little bit later on.